and good afternoon, Xbox Nation. Welcome to this week's new episode of the Xbox Factor Podcast. I am one of your hosts, Mr. Boomstick XL. And as you can hear, the excitement in my voice is raging. The, uh, the topics that we have on tap for you today are absolutely fantastic. Lots of really big information to get into. And of course, the panel is stacked as usual. So let's get into the introduction so we can break down today's incredible topics of discussion. We're going to start with first the cog that keeps this show running each and every week. You know him as the bravest man in gaming, looking forward to playing Resident Evil 8 by himself in the dark at midnight with headphones. Please welcome the daring and brave Zemi Games. Man, I'm going to be honest. I have not been more afraid of werewolves in all my life. I, I do not <laughs> want to play Resident Evil 8. That sounds like a very bad time. Unless it's co-op. And then I'll play it with you, Boom. Uh, yes. But I don't think it's going to be co-op. I don't uh, think so, it is. So so I'm going to be saved from that uh, from, from, from that heart attack. Uh, but, but man, I'm super excited to be here. These topics that you lined up are amazing. And I can't wait to jump into them. Well, listen, thank you so much for being here as always. And yeah, that's going to be a lot, a lot, lot, lot of stuff to get into and uh, a lot of thought provoking stuff. Uh, but let's introduce the next panel member. You know him as our resident gamer from Germany, making his, I don't know, regular debut as usual because he is now a part of this program. But besides being a part of the Xbox Factor podcast, he himself is an incredible YouTube creator or content creator. Please welcome back. Archimedes. What's up, Boom? What's up? Uh, happy launch day to for everyone to the PlayStation 5. Um, yes. Today's the global launch. Yeah. Um, I'm a little bumped. Mine is still hasn't shipped yet, but I'll get it eventually. Um, and today we have some amazing topics from the Xbox side, so I can't wait to talk about them. Yes, well, it's great to have you here, and obviously, you know, you, you cover Xbox more specifically. Obviously, you cover all games, but Xbox is your place to, uh, where you, you know, you lay your head at night, and it's great to have you a part of this panel each and every week. Uh, next up, on loan from PlayStation Nation, you know him as the subtle voice of an incredible PlayStation podcast, but we're talking Xbox today. Please welcome Mr. Bad Bits. I'm trying to find my my xbox controller i don't know where it went i got the sonic blue one. Oh, did you yes so do yeah I. it's so nice where did i don't even know where i put it right now and <laughs> that's gonna that's gonna haunt my dreams uh well, which they're powered by there, xbox I'm... today yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no i'm dude i'm happy to be here i'm happy to talk xbox i actually got to play the xbox series x uh and oh my god it's something else this thing's yeah. fast it's, it's, it's ultra fast, yeah, and more so than that, it's ultra quiet. At least mine, I never hear on at all, dude. Never. I've I, you have to literally put your ear to the vent, yeah, and then you hear a whisper. <laughs> it's yeah, so, it, it, it's it's such an impressive piece of piece of tech. Yeah, and, and you know what? I mean, obviously, I'm glad you got the Sonic Blue controller. I actually have that as well, and I have Sonic uh, the Hedgehog holding said blue controller. Uh, and it looks pretty damn cool, to be honest Ooh, with you. Um, but, um, thank you so much for being here, Joe. Super appreciate it. Uh, definitely uh, can't wait to hear what you have to say about these topics. Next up, someone that considers himself to be someone that talks too much. I don't think he talks enough. Please welcome back, VJ. Welcome to the program there, brother. Um, 
Thanks, Boom. Thanks for having me back on again. It's um, It's been a really marvellous week for me. I'm, in my free time, I've pretty much been engaged playing uh, video games on my Series X machine, which was actually, if you recall, supposed to arrive uh, last Monday, but in fact, it arrived um, Friday of last week. So Microsoft uh, are definitely, in my opinion, moulding the future of Xbox and uh, making it what it's supposed to be. And you may ask what that is. And uh, I don't know, I was trying to find some words, but it's definitely, it comes across as like unbreakable, unassailable, untouchable. Um, I'm, I've downloaded almost like 50 games to the hard drive, whilst uh, also successfully, uh, with the help of Mr. Tushi, retrieving my um, 15-year-old gamer tag. Um, I've been sort of mostly playing Forza, so I could nice. get a better grasp of uh, playground games um, in lieu of Fable. Um, I've sort of almost completed Gears uh, Ultimate Edition, and I've been playing The Tourist, and uh, and definitely that uh, delightful little game called uh, what is it? The Hypnotic, uh, the Hyperdot. There you go, that's the one. But um, I can talk about my Xbox experience in extensive detail. But for now, since it's not the tea with VJ show, my report so far is so good. There is definitely no flaws in the in the um, in the Death Star. Come well, listen. I'm glad to hear that you are enjoying your console. And again, we were we're hearing that more often than, than not. I mean, I think it's just it's just gaming across the board is it at, at the highest uh, excitement rate that it's been in years. Uh, we have, I mean, again, you you know, we we've seen how how terrible 2020 has been as as uh, on planet Earth. Not just one particular region, country, race, creed, or color. It has been bad for everyone. But the one generation or the one group that seems to be taking advantage of it is the gaming community. Uh, we are obviously, and I've and, and I've said this before, we're in a position where we are chopping down our backlogs because we are mostly stuck at home. Um, and uh, we're able to enjoy... Uh, a lot of these big worlds that we escape away to from the real world. And it's been really something else. And it's glad to hear that not only yourself, but so many people are enjoying their new consoles. And uh, let's introduce the last panel member. And last and in no way least, someone that recently joined the panel. Someone that has added his incredible opinion to this show each and every week. Please welcome 3Bit. What's up, dude? How you feeling? Feeling great. Uh, new consoles are among us, and uh, I've been playing lots of Halo recently. Um, nice. I was on a live stream, nice. and, and um, the 120 FPS update, <laughs> we were all waiting for it, and we all jumped in and was playing like classic Halo. It felt like... Uh, yeah, it's the, amazing. It's yeah. amazing. <laughs> felt like the, the LAN parties I, I used to have with just friends sitting around playing Halo, so... Um, I've been playing lots of Halo and uh, lots of Valhalla, so uh, I've been doing really good. <laughs> excellent, excellent. Well, listen, I mean, again, you're enjoying your console. It's glad to it's glad to hear that you're enjoying it with, of course, the classic brand known as the Halo franchise, and uh, it's it's great to hear that. But listen, you know, I, I, we, we have to jump right into it. Before we do, we have to thank the first super chat that comes in for the day from our very good friend Smitty Smith. He drops. An outstanding five dollars super chat says salute to the panel and chat. Enjoy your gaming and each other. The book of X, indeed, Smitty. Thank you for your generosity, but more importantly, that you're here each and every time we do one of these shows, folks. We got to get into the weeds here. Uh, opening the show and and should come as no surprise is Cyberpunk 2077 is a game that I think everyone and anyone is looking forward to, and that's coming out on December 10th. 
what's interesting and why it's making the first topic or salvo of the Xbox Factor podcast for today is the official gameplay trailer that was released two days ago. And my God, it looked absolutely astounding. And you know what? Because CD Projekt Red does not want to leave any stone unturned, they did side-by-side comparisons where it kept switching from the Xbox One X to the Xbox Series X. Now, obviously, the Series X version looked in absolutely incredible. There's no denying, but the series, but the Xbox One X actually looked pretty damn good. And I've watched the video now three times. I've seen it from top to. Uh, it's about 13 minutes long, and it is it is incredible. It is a it, it is a video that if this is a game you've been looking forward to, and I really have to say that I think that a good portion of the community is looking forward to this. You really got your first taste of what your new console, meaning your Series X, is going to be able to produce in regards to graphics. And man, it was on display in for everyone to enjoy. Zemi Games, we're going to go to you first. This is one of your personal most anticipated games. I think the question that many people are asking is, are gamers going to wait for the next-gen patch to release next year? The question I have for you is based on the video, can you wait at all to even play the game, let alone wait until next year? Uh, yeah, no, I'm not waiting to play for like the, I'm not waiting for the next gen patch. I, I am, I, you know, on December 10th on launch, uh, you know, so long as it doesn't get delayed and I don't think it probably, it probably won't. Uh, but if, you know, if it does, that's fine. But on December 10th, I will be jumping into cyberpunk. I will be playing it on my series X. Um, and, and I will be enjoying, uh, every single part of the game. I, I will, I've already cleared, uh, cleared out my schedule. <laughs> um, I, I'm going to have Assassin's Creed beat and Call of Duty beat, uh, and hopefully Call of the Sea uh, beat by then. And and the only game that I'm going to have uh, on my radar is is going to be Cyberpunk. I'm going to play it for like a week, two weeks straight, ten hour shifts. Uh, I, I'm going to put uh, my whole life into that game probably, um, and, and I can't wait for it. Um, and you know, I, I'm definitely one of those games. And I think we actually mentioned this on on um, on Tuesday with somebody talking about it with a super chat. Um, you know, I, I'm I'm not one of those gamers that's probably going to go back to the game whenever it gets that uh, that next gen upgrade. I might you know uh, run it you know uh, like play through like maybe the opening part to to just see how it looks. Uh, but by the time that this new uh, next gen upgrade comes out, I will have pretty much di- done everything in the game. Uh, there there really probably won't be anything left for me to do. Maybe maybe they might release some DLC and I'll play the DLC with the next gen. Uh, upgrade uh but i i i am not going to be able to wait for it i'm super excited the gameplay uh that we saw you know in this video it looked absolutely amazing uh the graphics looked fantastic it, i mean the the world looks absolutely massive with a ton of details uh like i i noticed like there was like some uh some scratches and like just like little dirt uh, like on 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 some of the cars as uh, V was walking uh, through the street to get to his car, uh, the game just looks absolutely incredible. I cannot wait to get it, and uh, and and because of that, I will not be waiting for a for a next gen patch. I mean, that makes sense. I mean, look, first of all, here's the thing: they've already they've already said that um, Cyberpunk 2077 is two and a half times bigger than The Witcher Three, which is outrageous. 
we all we also know that they have uh, a total of six. I believe it is six boroughs that are very similar to like what's here, at, what's in New York City, where they have you know Queens, Brooklyn, Manhattan, Staten Island, and the Bronx. And each one of these boroughs is going to have a ridiculous amount of things for you to do. Now, I would imagine that if you're going to just simply plow through the game, I couldn't say that it's going to take you 20 or 40 or 80 hours. I, I would imagine that because it's a CD Projekt Red game, it's going to be a while. Hopefully, the uh, upgrade or the patch that's going to be coming, or the free patch for both the uh, Series X and the PlayStation 5 that are going to come uh, in 2021 comes sooner than later. And potentially you might still be playing the game while that drops. Um, Cause I know you like myself and many people on this panel and in the chat enjoy going over the, you know, these areas with a fine tooth comb. So I think you're going to be looking for these side missions. And so for all we know, you could put, I mean, I mean, for you, Zemi, what, what do you, what, what would be an acceptable amount of time in this game that you think you're going to put into it? Mm, um, probably a hundred to 300 hours. Yeah. I, 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 I was going to say 200, but yeah, yeah. That, that's, that's fair because obviously you do, I mean, you this is an RPG and this is CD project red. And we know that they're, that they're master craftsmen and, in, uh, and in what they do and what they, what they be bringing to the table with this game. I mean, this game has been the development of, I want to say ten years, but it's probably it, it's the, the right the right number is probably five or six years, and it could potentially be more for all I know. Um, but it's going to be big, and it's going to be exciting. And what we saw on display uh, a couple of days ago has been nothing short of breathtaking. I cannot wait to see it. Boxer Bear, one of your most anticipated games when speaking with you know behind the scenes is Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven. The fact that we got a chance to actually see gameplay from cd project red on the xbox series x what was your opinion on what you saw did you get even more hyped for the game i got goosebumps uh, it's really i i was uh, the the live stream i had to watch it first on my phone and i thought okay yeah it looks good uh, i see a couple of reflections there and there that you do not see on the one x version and then when i got back home um i watched it on my 4k screen on the big screen and there's just a night and day difference between the two versions and you you it's hard to believe that this version that we have seen is not the version that is optimized for the for the next gen consoles yeah can't imagine how that will look when you get ray tracing added and and better and more stable frame rates and everything um this is going to be insane and the game itself i mean everything we have seen it, it is uh it's going to be really a strong very strong contender for game of the generation for the next sure. gen. sure <laughs> um, yeah i have it, no doubt about that um the world is just so super dense um there's so much detail in it um so many things to discover um i think the, I, I love the cyberpunk setting this this colorful but still dark and gritty world um it's going to be amazing i'm going to spend a lot and i mean really a lot of time in that game um i mean i have four complete playthroughs of the witcher uh, including the dlcs and i'm on in in the middle of my fifth right now um put that on hold of course for <laughs> uh, for the new consoles and all the new games but um i'm definitely going to have multiple playthroughs in that game for each of the factions and yeah so um 
yeah, I'm, I'm just super stoked for the game. Uh, I can't wait to book two of uh, two days of work for when it comes out, so I can really sink my teeth into it. And yeah, can't wait. Yeah, uh, real quick, I want to shout out somebody in the chat. You know him as someone that maybe maybe you don't know who he is. Uh, you saw the new intro that I de I debuted. Um, the, last week, and De Niro Primero is in the chat. I want to welcome him. If you are someone like myself who is looking for artwork or an artist to bring to life your visions of your YouTube channel or show, you got to reach out to this dude on Twitter. Uh, I'll I have his information in the show notes, uh, and, mm -hmm. and thankfully, uh, Joe, Mr. Ben mm -hmm. is the one that said, "Hey, hey, boom! Take a look at what he did. I think you should check this guy out." And here we are. He did his he did his opening for his new uh, rebranding and for the Xbox Factor podcast rebranding. And of course, uh, I know that he's been getting a lot of work, and I'm, hopefully, that's because of me and Joe's word of mouth kind of pushing <laughs> his brand. <Really>? Uh, <laughs> Yeah, so, so uh, talented. Yeah, I'm, so, oh. uh, I'm very happy that that everybody has taken to our intros so much, so that they that they're reaching out for their own. It's it's awesome to see because he is so incredibly talented and equally humbling. So yeah, Absolutely. everybody, go go Absolutely. go go, Diego. Yes, so, stay tuned for for next Monday um, yes. on my channel. <laughs> if you're not convinced uh, by now um, of his amazing work, um, yeah, I just. Couldn't agree more to you two guys. Yep, and absolutely want to give him a quick shout out. But uh, listen, uh, Mr. Badbit, uh, obviously one of the real world problems that gamers are dealing with uh, currently, and, and it's going to continue into next year, is the amount of games that we are playing. Uh, if you look yeah. at especially open world games, uh, I saw that you you finished Spider Man Miles Morales. I have I've only Not started for less than half an hour. Uh, mm -hmm. I'm playing. Had about uh, 25 hours into um, uh, Watch Dogs, which I then paused to put play Assassin's Creed, which I'm addicted to. And then yeah. on December 5th, we have Phoenix Rising, another open world Ubisoft game that looks insane. And then on the 10th, we now have what we're talking about today, and that is Cyberpunk. My God, we don't know when we're going to be able to finish these games, but for you, what were your thoughts on the gameplay trail, the official gameplay trailer for the Series X that dropped a couple days ago? I, I'm i excited for this game. I'm excited for it. I don't believe a word of what CD Projekt Red has to say when it comes to their release date. <laughs> uh, so like, I'm, I'm, like, I watched it, I was like, yeah, this is nice. I just hope it comes out on the tenth. <laughs> you know, like that's that's kind of where I'm at at this point. It's like, okay, cool, but is it really? <laughs> I'm very skeptical on the release date. But like, other than that, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna sink all the hours into it. It's cool to see, uh, even the, the 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 smaller patch for next gen looking to be as great as it is. I can't wait to see what they do when it's the full next gen thing but yeah, yeah I'm, I'm excited but again i'm i'm also i don't know about the 10th release date i don't know i i'm, I'm kind of i i think uh, point done is as much as i liked what i saw here i'm tired of seeing it i, got I just want you, you want to just play it already yeah i got yeah and, and and all these like uh, i'm just waiting for the yellow card to come up going hey gang here's another bad announcement um because yeah, I'm I like I, I'm at this point where I'm like, dude, I'm already sold, but now like you keeping on showing me things and then getting my hopes up and then disappointed. It's like this vicious cycle. It's 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 like the the, the awful X. 
right? You keep coming back to. But yeah, I'm not. I, I I'm I'm hyped, but I'm cautiously pessimistic. optimistic. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Pessimistic. I don't know. If, I don't know. I don't know. I've been hurt before too many times, even. You know, I, and I and I hear what you're saying. It makes sense. Listen, I I, I think I talked about this on uh, last week's uh, Breakfast with Boom. I, I I'm kind of on the fence as well, uh, and not because I don't think that they are lying to us. I, I think that you know, w- with the current world situation, things are just becoming much tougher, and I think delays are going to become something that is we're going to have to get used to. Uh, and until they get until the vaccine is official, until we know everyone is taking it and 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 it's working, um, because you know again, COVID is a real thing. It's resurging in a big way, uh, and it's a scary time. It's a, it's a frightening, frightening time. And just when people were starting to get somewhat normal, where you're not wearing, you know, where you're still wearing your mask, you're still keeping apart, and you're still wearing gloves, and you're washing your hands, and 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 wiping down your cardboard boxes with you know Clorox wipes when they come in, you know, uh, it's starting to get out of control once again, and delays are going to happen. Now, is I, I have to be honest with you, I f- from what we heard. The holdup wasn't the next-gen consoles. It wasn't the PS5, and it was not the Series X or the S. Where the issue was, from what we understand, was on the PlayStation 4 and the Xbox One. Those versions were obviously not working to the best of their ability. And because they showed off the Xbox Series X and the One X version just a couple of days ago, I I believe that they're probably going to launch. At least that's my hopeful thought. Um, VJ, let's get you in on the conversation. You got a chance to take a look at the video. I was completely flabbergasted on how incredible it looked, more so on the Series X, which is where I'm going to play it. Uh, and I would imagine that you will as well. What were your thoughts on CD Projekt Red's gameplay trailer? Um, <clears throat> I can understand the, <clears throat> excuse me, I can understand the um, the yearning, right? And the sort of, for me anyway, and that sort of hypnotic vibration that Cyberpunk 2077 is uh, sort of evoking an exciting and enticing range of emotions in, in each and every one of us, right? It's, it's pretty clear to see everybody's a fan. It's um, <clears throat> its visuals are sort of, um, I can, how can I put it, uh, incredibly captivating with its almost sort of sumptuous, luminous and dazzling like brilliance, right? That's on display. Um, as the release date draws sort of ever closer, and it's going, it's inevitable, right? At some point, um, just to sort of tack on to Mr. Bad bit, I can, I can sense the sort of like the heightened awareness and desire, and how much we all really want to just get our teeth into it, and we want it to be everything it can possibly be and wish for. Really, uh, I've never just seen, I've never sort of seen so much support just for for one single studio. Um, expectations are high, uh, boom, and quite and quite rightly so. The achievements. For me, when I look at the game and then I talk, and I look at the student and I take a step back, for me, the achievements of the human brain are what what stands out and what, for me, are quite remarkable. I'm not I'm not an artist or a coder, as I've said before. Yet many of us can see, sense, feel, and even appreciate the mathematics, right? Sort of involved in creating a, a unique video game. Evidence is continuously mounting as to why CDPR's Cyberpunk 27, 2077 may arguably be the best ex- example of a unique video game, if not a masterpiece. 
especially when you consider like Poland, uh, where I spent some time, as you know, was was under communist rule for 40 years up until its independence in 1990 or circa 1990. And while under USSR rule, they were watched, censored and deprived of, of basic necessities, to be quite honest with you. So what amazes me yet again is what can blossom out of diversity, suppression and being starved of sort of basic cultural and uh, how can I put it, humanistic rights, so to speak. It's it's important to recognise these creators in specifically that I'm talking about, I know it sort of it sort of veers out to everybody, but the insight, the sort of forward planning, the the calculation, the imagination, the intuition, the flair, uh, you know, the memory and the concentration required, spatial awareness, resilience and determination, and above all, creative genius. These are just some of the building blocks that, if by some miracle, can all harmonically sort of come together on a on a high note, so to speak, you can inevitably harness and produce something special. My brain is not constructed or blessed well enough uh, with imagination uh, or what wonderful gaming experiences may come to pass in the future, but we can all certainly look forward to uh, uh, to cyberpunk. I hope we can all agree when I say it seems to me to be in every way the sort of visual personification of visual sort of personification of absolute perfection, as Mr. Fry would put it. Even if it's not a game for you, uh, or you or something that you desire per se, you can surely admire, if not celebrate, the sort of artistic and technical merit, if not the rare, beautiful, bold, uh, I don't know, surprising, creative, imaginative, and all sort of engaging and miraculous achievement that's on display. So anyway, that's that's just my thoughts on it, Boom. Did you read a poem? That was beautiful. That that was again one, once again having him a, a, added him to this show has been nothing short of a, a, really? a, a yeah. I mean, like the rookie of the year because my goodness, dude, that <laughs> what what like like Cyberpunk. I don't plan on dying anytime soon, but VJ, I need you to make a eulogy for me, buddy. That was beautiful. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, well done, VJ. And again, very 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 elegantly put, um, and uh, you know, thought provoking. And that's what we love having you on here. But you know, let, let's let's bring in Three Bit to the conversation now. Three Bit, having you on this panel is also very special. And I say that because you are in a position professionally where you can understand how something like a pandemic can hurt production. Uh, behind the scenes, you are someone that works with production to get things done. Now, obviously, everyone was tremendously disappointed that we didn't get CD Projekt Red's masterpiece, which it apparently it, it appears that it's, it is, without a doubt, without even question, it seems like it is going to be, again, like The Witcher 3, one of those generational games. And then considering the generation just started and ended, with the with the X and the PS5, uh, and ended with the PS4 Pro and the and the Xbox One X. This is a pretty incredible time for gaming for you, based on what you saw uh, with the with the video. What are your feelings on it, dude? Is is this going to be as big as we all think it is? Yeah, it's it's hard to not be excited for this game. It's extremely captivating and ambitious, and I think a lot of people do have that sense of heightened awareness <laughs> going on with it um but you know that that's just because of what what's being shown is is new it's is very it's amazing um i'm not gonna wait for the patch <laughs> either i have to play this game as soon as possible i do hope that the frame rate is uncapped for the compatibility versions so that it can in some way take advantage of the series x hardware 
also if the is if the resolution is dynamic the series x can also bump that up to 4k potentially due to its power um but what i saw from the one x looks fantastic so um uh, so I I will wait for I I won't wait for the patch for the uh, cyberpunk, but I will wait for the patch for the the counterpart, which is Witcher Three, um, because I kept starting up that game not having enough time to play it. Um, so I'll just wait for to to see the ultimate glory of the patch for that game. But uh, yeah, I'm extremely hyped for this game. Um, now, do you, do, you, of- do you do you honestly feel that you have the willpower to wait for it? No, I don't have the willpower to wait <laughs> for Cyberpunk, but I, I'll wait for the Witcher one. Is, is what I was saying. Oh, okay. Witcher patch, yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll wait for the Witcher one. Um, That's you have to try it. Um, it already has a performance mode which has a dynamic uh, resolution scaling, and due to the raw power of the Series X, it basically runs um, at stable 4K at 60 FPS, and it looks glorious. It yeah, I, I, I like. I jumped in a little bit just to see. Like, I want to see that 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 load time. So I I did get to fast travel just to see. And wow. <laughs> so if it's like that already without the next gen enhancements, I'll I will wait for that one. Um, but regardless, um, yeah, I, I think a lot of people do have to consider, and I'm going to really touch on this when we get to Halo, um, behind the scenes, it's very hard to, yeah, you have to really think about how the pandemic is really affecting, uh, production in general. And, uh, it's not easy for a lot of these studios. Um, and I've just seen firsthand, like just, just how production studios have to deal with, like let's say uh, for the Slip Space Engine or even CD Projekt Red, these are engines that um, they you know they are dealing with the engineers firsthand, especially if the if the engine is uh, not like a popular engine. <laughs> like if you have to look up a problem of what's going on with the game, um, they have to really communicate with each other. And now that everything is very much digitalized. Um, so that really increases the problems <laughs> for or or the timeline for a lot of these issues with these games. So, um, you know, we we are all like fans and we're all waiting. But I think we just all have to consider just like th- these are people, too. They're working their butts off and uh, they're very passionate about what they're working on. They want to they want you to play as much as we want to play, you know, right. Um, right. So I, I think when, when really thinking about um, like, oh, I, I'm, <laughs> you know, we, we do have sometimes a sense of uh, of uh, entitlement sometimes where it's like, this is my thing, which it is when if you buy it, it is yours. Um, but at the same time, these are people who are very passionate about their projects. And uh, I think it's important to also note that when you're thinking about um playing or waiting for a product to come out so yeah th- those are those are my thoughts i'm really excited for cyberpunk yeah i i think it's obviously it's it's safe to assume that it's pr- and, and that's the thing you know the game awards we're going to talk about it more specifically on tomorrow's breakfast with boom uh were announced obviously cyberpunk missed a cut uh we, we know cyberpunk is not going to be a part of it and ori was fucking robbed yeah ori yeah won. yeah it, it 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 really was i mean look the list is a very stout one again joe you're going to be on tomorrow's show we're gonna we're gonna get into it and look 
I, I, I've said this before, and I don't really want to get into it because I want to really kind of go in on it. On yeah, I'm, I'm actually, you know, I'm going to save my opinion for tomorrow of what I feel because obviously, in the past, I, I've, I've had some issues with the way things are certain done, uh, the way certain games get snubbed. A lot of people look, you know, if you watch the inter interwebs, people are happy with some of the choices, but like Ori is one of those games that it's, it's, it's so generation divine, uh, defining. Uh, it's such artwork. It, it's it's literally a living picture. The fact that that gets snubbed for something else, it, it, it's it's a bit of a head scratcher sometimes. I and I, and it's not a he hates Xbox kind of a thing. I, I don't think that's it. I think that's that's really a small step. Can I, can, I, can, can I can I tell you my worst fear that I think is going to ha happen? Yeah, Animal Crossing is going to win. Uh, I don't think it is. I'm going to be honest with you. I, I'm I'm pretty sure. I'm feeling. But we're, we're, again, we're, you know what, folks? Listen, we should. Let me, let me, let me, you're right. I'm gonna. I'm putting the card in front of let, the horse. Let me. Uh, let me back the truck up and let's get. And let's. Let me get my final thoughts on this. First of all, Cyberpunk is. I have the collector's edition pre-ordered. I cannot wait for them to take my money already. It looks amazing. I'm, I cannot wait to get the steel book. Uh, I cannot wait to play this game. My my biggest question is how long I'm going to play this game. And that may be why I'll try it out. I'll play for about an hour or two, and I'm probably going to put it down. Uh, and because, and that's because um, I was into Watch Dogs, and I put that down. I'm already into Assassin's Creed. I think I think I'm twenty something hours into it. It's it's a masterpiece. It's another Ubisoft masterpiece. If you like that formula, and to think that I'm going to start up Phoenix Rising, which I'm really looking forward to, and then five days later have to stop that to play Cyberpunk. Someone is going to get the cut, and I think it might be Cyberpunk. So I wait for the next gen patch and i can in, uh, really enjoy it at, at, at the maximum level possible that at least at, the, at least that's what i think i'm going to do uh but again folks real world problems we have too many games to play not enough time in a day but i do want to move on to the next topic and this one over here is, is pretty interesting uh, and and Boxer Bear, we're going to talk about this because me and him have have you know we've been talking about this publicly on social media you know, with the growing list of the amazing things that the Xbox Series X and S can do, there is a small issue that has come to light regarding the DVR function of Xbox video captures where you can share on social media. Now, many in the community uh, uh, and on this panel have unfortunately become victim of the dark and mostly unwatchable gameplay captures that range from nearly pitch black to barely visible gameplay clips that span every game. Now, one of the biggest and most impressive things about social media, uh, especially if you are a gamer, is being able to share your biggest accomplishments or your biggest failures by simply hitting the new share button feature on the S uh, and or X controller. Now, hope is not all lost, ladies and gentlemen. Um, still pictures are in glorious 4K and displayed perfectly on Twitter and other forms of social media. And if you follow me, the last couple of days, I have been posting some absolutely brutal finishers from Assassin's Creed Valhalla where the blood spatter, the spray is on display, heads and limbs are flying off, and I've become a picture master of when someone gets decapitated. It's pretty sick, to be honest with you, but it makes a great picture and certainly draws up a great conversation. But here's the thing. The video issue... 
uh, is something that um, what I didn't know how long it was going to take for Microsoft to respond. But it turns out that Jason Ronald, director of project management of the Series X and S, and of course, representative of Team Xbox, is not only well aware of the issue, but a patch to address the situation is coming. And here is what Jason told both Archimedes and me on Twitter. Very simply, yes, we are aware of it, and the fix is on the way. Now, I'm going to go to Archimedes first on this because the reason why I think this is worthy of a conversation isn't the fact that there's an issue. Now, that's not, I mean, obviously, we don't want to harp on bad points, but we will talk about an issue, you know, constructively, because that's what we're supposed to do as content creators. But it is how quickly Jason Ronald has responded to not only us, Archimedes, but the community as a whole. Um, yeah. You know, uh, you know, understanding that yes, there is a problem. Yes, they're aware of it, and yes, that patch is coming much sooner than later. Uh, what What are your thoughts on this? Uh, uh, when you when you when you talk about how quickly Jason uh, Ronald responded to both of us, it's just great. Um, I mean, this is something we have been seeing seeing over the last few years a lot from from some of the Microsoft executives. They are very active on social media. They actually talk to the fans. Um, uh, may it be Phil, Aaron Greenberg, um, you name them. Um, uh, Matt Booty is also uh, there. And of course now Jason Ronald. Um, I was really surprised uh, when I got my Xbox Series X, I started to play for like 10 or 12 hours straight and captured a ton of footage, of course, because I wanted to do a video. And then I tried to use those clips in my video and um, yeah, they were basically all uh, way too dark. I just went to Twitter, asked him, does he know about that? And I think 30 minutes later, he responded to me. I just felt valued as, as a fan. And this is this is something very special um, that we, we have been seeing from Microsoft and Xbox uh, in particular, that they they really listen to the fans and they they talk to the fans directly um this is just yeah it, it puts me it, it it really shows that their slogan um that they want to put you the, the the player in the center of the experience um and this is a part of it um the, giving me the feeling to be heard and um to just talk to me um like with like to a regular dude is it's just great now i really hope that they come up with that fix soon because i i really want good quality captures um on my xbox um especially when you're a content creator uh, <laughs> you want to have that um but yeah it's it's just great to see um how close they are to the to the fan base yeah no absolutely and the fact that they have they respond Uh, immediately, uh, considering where they sit on the position of Microsoft in regards to being an executive or or being higher up, I mean, being responsible for designing the Series X is pretty impressive in itself. You know, Joe, I, I want to go to you next on this because you and I have had this conversation before of the differences between the way Nintendo and Sony Uh, deal with the fan base as opposed to the way that Xbox and again we're not we're not throwing either of those two first dis, uh, disclosed companies under the bus but Microsoft has made it uh, their business to be in touch with the fans and we've seen this more often than not and if it's not Phil Spencer answering a question it's Larry Herb or it's uh, or Jason Ronald or of course Aaron Greenberg Matt Booty has gotten to the conversation before we've even seen um 
the head of the initiative have conversations yeah. with the community and this is this is an issue that uh potentially can be a big one if you are like us we're all content creators here and yeah. of course the way that you drive people towards your twitter account and of course towards your 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 podcasts is putting up gameplay video showing off you know your excitement for the game and you show off a clip and when you can't see that clip and it comes out dark you know, it, it, it sends a bad message. It sends a bad message because people are like, well, wait, whoa, 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 whoa. Why, why am I saying I can't see this? Is that what the game looks like on the Series X? Because I actually yeah. had a few people reach out to me on that. Like, whoa, is that what the game looks like? I'm like, no, there's an issue with the DVR. Yeah, I've been getting that a lot. Um, I mean, this is really important uh, in, in today's um, media yes. landscape mm -hmm. that you rely on social media. And I think this was one of the big parts of the success for the PlayStation 4 because in the beginning of the generation, they really had that that with the share button and yep. being able to upload on Twitter and everything, um, that that you have viral marketing, yeah? Um, yeah. The casuals, that just throw through the timelines and they see the, us hardcore gamers um, being happy with screenshots or a, a short video clip or something. And this is really a, a super important part in, in, in the marketing strategy. And for them not having that ability right now to be able to share clips um they really have to, to to address that soon yeah i think they will i think they will so like when it comes to i think you guys are completely right i think the share button is absolutely when, when i think back on the playstation 4 generation and what is the best or the most important feature of the playstation and maybe even the most used it's the share button yep 100%. the share button 100 yeah hands down like it it it, it was it is revolutionary in the fact of like up until that point we weren't sharing our clips on twitter or instagram or whatever the case may be or uploading it to youtube or streaming on twitch like that button was revolutionary and it is it's free advertising and that's why like when you press the create button now on playstation it's a whole suite of like okay so here's 30 seconds of your gameplay okay what do you want to do to it and when like like i just tweeted out me getting invaded in demon souls and just absolutely wrecking that fool because it's my house, Phantom Man, <laughs> my house. And like again, like it was, it was simple, it was easy, and you have already had pre-made hashtags there because they want to get this in front of people. Yes. It's super important that you're putting your best for, uh, foot forward when it comes to things like this. It sucks that, like honestly, Sea of Thieves. If you played that, it's it looks. It looks like I'm playing like Sea of Thieves 2. I know I sound dramatic when I say that, but like it just looks so freaking great and it runs so freaking smooth. And yeah, like to see uploaded like video clips of it looking really dark and it's not even nighttime, that that is a little concerning. But also, like understand that look in in the in the era that we are right now, it's hard to do anything. And they just launch consoles. Yeah, both of them are going to have bugs. Both of them are going to have fixes. Both of them are going to crash sometimes as well. Mm -hmm. Luke, <laughs> he sucks. He just sucks. But like that's that that's the so so that's the thing. I think people have to be a little more patient, a little bit more understanding, and asking that of the internet may be a bit hard. But it is something we have to kind of understand. Uh, that said, I love the way Xbox communicates. I think it's the best. I think it really does put their community forward because Xbox does, uh, understands they don't have a culture like PlayStation. They don't have a culture like Nintendo and they need to cultivate that culture. And they're doing it 
in the best way possible. And when I say that, it's not a negative, right? Like they they haven't been here since the nineties. Right. So like they, you know, they understand what they have and what they don't. And because they, they don't have that, that the, the IP library, like the previous two, they know that they have to put their, their best foot out there. They know they want to make ground in, in certain places. And that, and so that's why you're seeing heads like, again, like, like, like Matt Booty, like, uh, like, uh, Phil going out there and being kind of the voice of the people. It's really awesome to see that, you know, the only person that comes close, maybe even exceeds at some points is Shuhei. Shuhei will go out there and be like, look, I bought an Oculus. Look, I bought a Series X. Look, I'm playing games. Like, the the, the man is just the embodiment of fucking joy itself, it seems. Yeah, mm-hmm, I agree. So, yeah. And, 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 of course, like, Jim Ryan ain't, ain't playing a video game. He's a businessman. He's always going to be about business. I, I I don't believe he's out there teabagging fools in Call of Duty. You know what I mean? <laughs> um, So, like, he's at the opera, and he has a little... <laughs> the little monocle <laughs> in his eye. Exactly. That's, that's what he's doing, dude. So, like... To see, to see, I think uh, my my last point here, to see Microsoft go, we're run by developers, we're run to buy people that get it, like Phil, and then having them be, have that personal touch is awesome. PlayStation does it in the fact of like they let their studios do all their talking, yeah. So you're really relying on that PR team to do things. Like Insomniac does a great job, Santa Monica, um, uh, though Corey Barlog doesn't reply to me because he hates me so much. I don't know what I did. But like, it, you're really relying on those PR teams. So I, I would love to see more of them come forward and have that personal face to it. But then also like some of them, like Neil Druckmann, don't really necessarily want to do that because they just get hate all the time. Yeah. So, no, but there's, there's, yeah. There's a, and it, plus, plus he's a little brash. Um, yeah. he's definitely a little brush, but that, but, but I did like, I did like his, his thing of fireflies will find a vaccine. <laughs> it's, it's, this tweet has been dis, uh, disputed. I yeah, I, 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 I like that. That's funny. But yeah, I mean, I mean great points as always. Zemi, let, let's get you into the conversation. Yep. You know, you and I, you've been you've been a part of the Xbox Factor podcast for quite some time. And one of the biggest conversations that we've had a multitude of times has been the way that Microsoft responds. And, you know, obviously with new hardware, depending on if you own one or both of these uh, consoles, they, they've experienced some hiccups. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, a very dark DVR is a hiccup and they're, they're, they're aware of it, but, but you know what, even though we know that they're probably aware of it, it was really nice for Jason Ronald to get out there and not just answer box of bear and myself, but many other fans that were writing to him and saying, Hey, listen, you know, FYI, this is an issue. Are we going to get a patch? And of course his his response was the same as it was for both me and box of bear where the, yes, we're aware. And yes, a patch is coming, but I mean, what, where does that, where does that sit with you with how easy it is to get in touch with Microsoft brass? Well, I think to start off, um, you know, to think that there would be no issues with these new consoles, I think is a little, you know, naive, right? So anyone yeah, I agree. that would be out there, you know, screaming from the mountaintops, Xbox sucks because of this, you're, you're crazy. Um, but, you know, when, when talking about issues, as issues go, they could be a lot worse than you know game clips just not recording properly and and it and and that does suck and that's not to diminish you know you know the issue in the least but it does suck for all those people that are encountering this issue i'm not one of them uh but you know i my my xbox has crashed a few times while playing assassin's creed you know these things happen right 
But, you know, Xbox does know about this. They are going to fix it as soon as they can. And, and that's amazing. Um, but one thing that I really, really do love, and I think is a huge testament to the Xbox brand and, and how they have, you know, created the company, uh, you know, or reformed the company into what it is these last few years, is I love the transparency that they put out there. And, and, and I absolutely, you know, admire you know, the level of community involvement that Xbox does show. I, I think it's amazing and, and it builds a ton of faith into their brand and it reassures people that do go out and pay $500 uh, for these new systems or, you know, $300 for these new systems or just play them, you know, on their mobile device or play, you know, their games on the PC. It reassures the customer that they are still, you know, valued. Right. And that their concerns are, you know, on Xbox's radar. And, and, and I just think it does a lot to to build up the brand even more. Um, I, I, I think that, you know, the way that Xbox treats its community and the way that Xbox communicates with the level of transparency they do should serve to be a very strong lesson of how other companies should adopt their public relations and support. Yeah, and that's that's a that's that's a great statement. Uh, obviously, you know the the gold standard as it's as it's currently discussed is Microsoft and how they handle it and how they. Well, I mean, listen, look, we understand that that this gaming is fun. Gaming is great to talk about. Everyone here is a podcaster in one form or fashion or another. We're all content creators, and it's great. And it's great to make the content, to talk about the games. But we also have to remember, at the end of the day, it's a business. It is an absolute business. These companies depend on our um, patrons, uh, you know, us buying their new consoles, their games, subscribing to their services. And, you know, again, I, I don't know what, what, where the difference, wh why Microsoft is so candid and so friendly and so um, appealing but you know, like if you look at Sony and you could uh, you look at Nintendo, the, getting in touch with them on social media, you, 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 it's just not going to happen. It, it's it's. I mean, again, you uh, Nintendo uh, is the absolute worst. They really are. They, they're, they're, there's no one you can talk to on oh, Nintendo. Yeah. Oh, um. But yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah um, Yoshida is fantastic. He's he's always tweeting. We 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 love Yoshida. Um. But. Uh, let, let's uh, let's bring VJ into the conversation. VJ, you know, again, one of the great reasons to have you a part of this panel is because you've you've experienced gaming from both sides of the coin, uh, and it's and that's why I think you get your very very detailed and incredible opinions from when you see an issue rise, like something like you know a DVR malfunction that is widespread. And people are, you know, immediately concerned about, well, how long is this going to take to fix? And you reach out to someone that helped design the Series X and Jason Ronald, who has recently, you know, did tours on like the Iron Lords podcast, uh, which is pretty incredible. Uh, and you hear how he's responded so quickly to both Boxer Bear and myself, as well as many other people. Where, where does that sit with you? Um, I think he's very, very proud of his achievement and uh, quite rightly so, Boone. Um, but uh, there's some other thoughts that have popped in my head, if you don't mind. But no, I no, thought, please go, go crazy. Oh, I'd get that compliment out of the way, though. Look, I can, I can understand to a degree um, when I'm looking at again, just taking a complete step back um, from everything. Right, Xbox is, I can sort of understand to a degree more so now. Um, Xbox's goals with the deployment of the Xbox Series uh, range of systems or consoles, however you want to, 
however you want to sort of uh, phrase that or call it, the the relative power within each machine and the outstanding price point, and also the accessibility options and uh, the great optional service in Game Pass, right? That Xbox offers um, offers its gamers, and I, I've definitely been benefiting from that from the last last few days. Boom! I'll I'll make uh, no excuses there. So. All, all this aside, though, I, I can't really do anything, right, in this particular instance of uh, public outreach, shall we call it, but respect the notion, acknowledgement, ambition, and the sheer will of Xbox to change their ways of the past that I've experienced, right, even back into the 80s. So I've said this on the show before. Um, Xbox have work to do and even perform surgery in facets of the Xbox division. Uh, they're by no means, uh, by any stretch of the imagination, the finished article. And there's simply a lot of thinking to be done, right? It's a, it's a launch and there's, who knows how long this generation is going to last. Uh, and you know uh, me, Boom, I apply uh, pressure, uh, tough critique, and sometimes you know vigorously castigate Xbox and Microsoft. But I try to do it as respectfully and constructively uh, as, as I possibly can. I'm hammering home these uh, these issues because they matter. You know, I, I kind of stop making apologies for being passionate about this subject. Um, as I've said before, it's uh, sorry. So um, actually, given the actually no, let's rephrase that. Given the given the sort of size and 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 uh, resources and the power that Microsoft wield, they they have the responsibility in my eyes, and therefore no excuses not to be better um, than their competitors or actually be better than their competitors. So I'm not talking about hit after hit in terms of video game releases. I'm saying in this in respect of all categories, and I've mentioned this before, you know, being sort of rich is not really a moral achievement. However, it's not really a moral achievement. However, what he's done or what he's doing and what they are doing, if you look at it, is creating or evoking the disposition in others, in their fans, in the community to admire and more so respect uh, respect them, right? And this is not an easy accomplishment, Boom. And, and I think Boxenberger made a very important point, uh, which I want to latch on to. He said they've been doing this for a number of years. Uh, is that correct, Boxenberger? Right? I hope I'm not misquoting you there. No, no, that's correct. <laughs> okay. And this is critical, Boom, because it does take time. And um, and it's not, and they're fulfilling their promises as, as, I, as I'm sort of slowly but surely, you know, ticking the list off <laughs> my private list which I'm not sharing. Um, it, what it does, boom, it creates a, a power, an aura, a responsibility, presence, respect, and stature that money can't buy. The US is the biggest console gaming market as far as I understand it today. My, my knowledge is not completely up today, so happy to be humbled with facts. Uh, so it's the biggest sort of console game market in the world. And if Xbox can't progressively inclusively and with integrity uh, and with sort of honesty and, and uh, connection with the community, lead the way in how things should be in a community-driven gaming utop utopia, which Phil has spoken about, th there is little little to no chance uh, that Nintendo, as, uh, as you and um, um, uh, Mr. Badbit just spoke of, you can't reach anybody over there, and that PlayStation will follow suit. They just won't, right? Uh, people say Xbox, oh, Xbox in third place, Xbox this, Xbox that, but they are surely showing the uh, the uh, apparent leaders, gatekeepers, or current establishment, right, the way forward, if not um, the light, shall we say, right? Uh, at the very least, others would do well to take note. So those are my thoughts on it, boom, take it how you want. 
Yeah, no, and, and great points as always. Obviously, uh, PR is important, uh, like Boxer Bear and you have uh, pointed out, and uh, keeping keeping your gamers happy is also something that's super important uh, to to business while in the gaming business. Uh, and I think that the way Microsoft does it, does it is the gold standard. I, I I don't think you're going to see any kind of a turnaround from Nintendo and Sony. I think that that's just the way that they are. They've been doing business that way for many, many years. And I don't think that they feel there's a need to change. I, I believe that their wares, meaning their hardware, as well as their games do their speaking for them. And uh, even though I don't agree with it, uh, and, and for instance, here's a perfect example. Quite right now, and we're not going to get into the finer details of it, there are a lot of reported issues with the PlayStation 5, a, a significant amount of issues, some that are groundbreaking, uh, that uh, well, brick breaking, I should say. And uh, th there's just no, there's no information. Like there's no one to turn to. Sony has yet to address it publicly. Uh, I'm sure they're working on it, but it sure would be nice if someone that helped design it, like, I don't know, Mark Cerny got out there on social media and said, hey, here's a blog post. We understand that these are the remain these are the issues we are working on it you know j j the same way Jason Ronald would get out there and write an Xbox Wire article on an issue or respond publicly to some um, some complaints that we've had regarding the DVR uh, three bit let's get your opinion on this um, again we understand that we don't have to keep highlighting Microsoft and putting them on the pedestal we know that they want to put gamers first they want to put you and me and everybody on this panel and everybody in this chat first and foremost when it comes to their platform and here you know the, the, the response from Jason Ronald is a perfect example of that and this is something that is considered strange to many because even in the business that you're in the public don't really have access to some of the people making the big decisions. This is where Microsoft is different. What are your thoughts on how Jason responded to us? Yeah, um, communication is for sure building up the brand. Um, I, I think it's great how they respond to the community. I, I believe I asked Aaron Greenberg a question about the award show a while back, and he gave me a pre pretty detailed answer on what to expect. And that's not something they have to do, but it's, it's definitely appreciated. I, I definitely don't see Sony executives answering questions on Twitter or, or Nintendo. So it's 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 rare and an awesome sight to see for sure. Um, and in comparison, you know, I have PlayStation 5 issues right now. I have no idea when my problems will get fixed, even if I ask them on on Twitter about it. Um, I don't think I'll get an answer. It, it It's it's pretty pretty uh different comparison but uh i personally haven't had any of my footage turn dark but it seems to be a very common issue so it's great to see that to see that they're working on it and um i'm, I'm very excited for the next couple of months because now that these consoles are out the xbox team can hone on on these issues and um hone in on supporting these studios that have gotten the series x kits late because of them waiting for the full rdna2 package from amd or the tools um and also because the consoles are out it means microsoft can eventually start adding more teams for the backwards compatibility again and i, I know yeah. they took some teams off to focus on the series x but now the series x is out and these these issues that people are bringing up they can solely focus on it rather than you know the 
just focus on the the Series X launch. So uh, I'm really interested in what their focus will be um, in the next couple of months. I also think it's reassuring to people um, to to know like where the patch is coming, um, as opposed to Sony or Nintendo, where it just pops up in the system. <laughs> it's like, oh, it's fixed, cool. Uh, so the candidate candidness of xbox is fantastic and with the size of microsoft they have the potential to do to do things um and and um as a fan you know i i do hold them to different standard just because you know i'm a i'm a fan of the xbox brand and it's refreshing to see the progression of the company over time lead the way for many of these features and i think many people forget that Xbox is innovated, innovated with a lot of these features, like the achievement system or the snap feature they had, and all these other things. So I online I hope... gaming on consoles. Yeah, <laughs> just saying <laughs> with Halo Two uh, leading yeah. the way with a lot of the features on uh, on the Xbox Live and stuff like that. So um, yeah, I think it's it's very refreshing to see. Uh, I hope at some point um, with the Sony brand, will they have some executives put in place? I know there's positions there constantly changing um, where, <laughs> you know, my PS5 issues or someone's on Twitter like, hey, I'm I'm getting flickering in Valhalla, which I am. Um, is this my is this an issue with the game or is this my PS5? Like, is there going to be a patch? These are things that I think people should know, you know, um, and, and with Archimedes and, and you, Boomstick, you, you guys brought up like, hey, uh, this issue, <laughs> is is this just me? Like, is this, you know, people don't even know if it's like a widespread issue or not. Um, but it's it's nice to know that these executives are like really caring <laughs> about their box. And again, it is a business at, at the same time, right? Um, but they're coming to you being like, hey, we will fix these issues. Um you can expect the patch right now. We're working on it as opposed to just, you know, just guess like, oh, they're probably working on it. I think that's a much better approach. Um, and yeah, that, that's just my opinion on it. Yeah. Yeah. Like to even go a step farther. Like, yeah, there's been issues with the PS5, spoiler alert. And they put out a patch the other day of this like system performance, whatever. And like a lot of problems have been fixed because of that, but we don't know which problems have been fixed. Yeah. <laughs> and so, like, if they just told us, hey, listen, or at least, look, I get it. If this is an Avengers-sized problem, and they're just like, hey, we fix like, thousands of, of little bugs and, and hitches. But if they were just like, hey, here's, like, some, some bugs that we have fixed, you won't experience, and there's a plethora of others we fixed, that's awesome. Like, tell us. You know, like, like with Xbox, like, they had to disable uh, smart delivery in some games. Cool. And they told us. Which games? And and that it's gonna you know it don't worry a fix is coming, yeah, right. yeah, and that's a great point. That, that that that's one of the things that's very interesting about the way that they handle Xbox Wire, for instance, which is readily available online or on Twitter. Uh, if you have them up for alerts when something happens, they immediately post something for us to see. And it's and, and, and like I said again, do they do it on Twitter as well? Sure, but it is pretty impressive. Like, like, um, like, uh, Mr. Babbitt was just saying that when there's an issue, they address it. Uh, Sony did address the PS5 situation to some extent. They did put a patch out. I don't know what that patch did. I looked up. I looked for the information. No one knows. 
It's, you know, <laughs> no. Now you go because I looked for it. Now, thankfully, knock on wood, folks, I haven't had any issues with my PlayStation 5. I'm still a little nervous about keeping it in sleep mode rather than shutting it off altogether. I'll just wait the extra few seconds for the thing to load because I don't want a brick system. And because it's so hard to find, if it breaks, you may not get another one. And, and again, I had that experience with the PlayStation 4. When I first bought it, it got so hot in the back, it melted the cord out of the back, and I had to wait three weeks to play the PlayStation 4 because they didn't have any in stock. And that yeah, sucks. That with the PlayStation Pro, a uh, 4 Pro, yeah. Yeah, see, so there you go. So uh, no, nobody wants a faulty system. But, you know, before we move on to the next topic, I want to thank a few Super Chats that have come in. First of all, a very good and generous friend of the show, Nightwolf3186, drops a very generous $5 Super Chat and says, Hey, guys, hope everyone is doing good. I haven't made the live shows in a while due to work, but I send my love and spirit. Take care and have fun, dudes. Well, listen, thanks so much for being here, brother. And, yes, we certainly appreciate you being in the chat and, of course, your outstanding generosity. And another generous friend of the show, the friendly neighborhood Blue Shell, he drops an outstanding $5 super chat. And that actually doesn't leave a message. But Blue Shell, thank you so much for being here, brother. And, of course, thank you for your generosity. And another one that just came in, and I'm gonna it, it's Sid Darth. Uh, it looks like it's uh, Servana. I, I believe that's what it is. Um, he drops an outstanding and very generous $5 super chat and says, Hi, all. Love the show. Love my Series X. I know I can't play all next-gen games off an external hard drive, but what about older games that are optimized? That's a good question. I don't know if the optimized older games can be played from. No, they can. They can. Um, oh, there you go. You have okay. to. So you can play every Xbox One, Xbox 360, OG Xbox game that has no enhancement patch from the external drive. No problem. But but as it, soon but, as they get an enhancement patch like Gears Five or Forza Horizon Four or something, it must be played something. off the SSD. Yeah. Exactly. Well, thank you so much for answering that. Super, super appreciate that, uh, and uh, that's that's good information. I was, I was, I was pretty sure I didn't want to misquote myself, but I do want to move on to the third topic of the day. Now, listen, one of the biggest sore spots for me personally is not having Halo Infinite for the launch of the Xbox Series X and S. Yes, I know there are people in this chat right now that are probably tuning out and saying, "I'm so sick and tired." Of talking about Halo Infinite, but this is a story you're going to want to stick around for, folks, because I have some pretty damn good news regarding 343 Industries' next game in the long-running franchise. Thanks to an article that I pulled from GamesRadar.com, we have some very exciting information on when the community will get their next update, and it appears it's going to be huge. Uh, 3-4 Industries has just confirmed that Halo Infinite will not be making an appearance at the Game Awards, noting that a high-level update, though, is coming in the next few weeks. Commenting on Reddit's weekly discussion thread on Halo Infinite, 343's industry community director Brian Jarrett explained that releasing a demo or, an, or issuing a major update for the Game Awards is out of the question due to time constraints. Jar, uh, Jared says, though, the development team is using every bit of the time allotted by the recent delay to work on the game. This is a direct quote from Jared. He says this. Right now, we're still going through a huge cascade of implications and ramifications to the release shift, and the team is heads down working through nearly every facet of the game. 
Full disclosure, we don't have anything planned for the VGAs, but we are hoping to offer at least a high-level update within the next few weeks so we can kind of restart this journey together after the holidays. Jared goes on to promise continual updates on the game in the lead-up to the 2021 release date. And he says this, I know it's hard to wait, but the team is going to make the most of this extra time, and we want to make sure that we can put our best foot forward and commit to greater transparency and dialogue on the long road ahead. We'll get there, and we'll and he says this: we'll get there and get the train going once again. Okay, Zemi, listen, I want to go to you first. This this is exciting. <clears throat> for me personally and hearing directly from 343 industries gives me hope that the fan feedback is being used to deliver a game that in my opinion should be a game of the year contender when it releases next year that is how much confidence i have in halo infinite from what i've read from what i've seen i think that when this game is finally released we are going to get the halo that we all deserve when you hear that this big update is going to be coming in the next couple of weeks what do you think this could be um, you know, like a lot of people, I'm I'm eager to know what's going on with this game and 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 hopefully they give us an update, you know, in a few weeks and 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 the game looks amazing and they took a, a ton of feedback and they improved the game immensely and 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 it's a 180 from how a lot of uh fans, you know, perceived the game whenever they showed us uh I think back in like what May, July. Um, but you know, with that being said, I'm not going to hype up this game or, or speculate on anything that we're going to see at all. I, I want to temper my expectations as, as low as possible. And, and honestly, like I said, you know, this Tuesday, I'm in more of the camp of just waiting until the game's released and playing it, you know, myself to, to actually form my opinion. Um, so I, I really just don't want to get overhyped. I don't want to hype myself. I don't want to throw any you know expectations out there i hope that you know they they give us a good show of the game i hope that they've improved it a lot from the last time that we saw it but other than just saying that i really just don't want to speculate anymore if that makes any sense no i, I mean i understand you don't want to set yourself up for disappointment and obviously based on what we saw during the july uh event a lot of people look i'm going to be honest with you i said this before i thought the game looked fine uh was it what i what i expected uh, no uh, but would I have played it like a lunatic and really enjoyed it? Pfft, without a doubt, not even not even a question. But I think that what's interesting is that they they publicly acknowledge that they heard the fan cry, outcry of what the game looked like. And again, based on what we know, I think the story is probably going to be the strongest story since like Halo Three. I, I, that's how much confidence I have in the Banished. That's how much confidence I have in Atriox as an antagonist. That's how much I want the Flood to return in a big way that makes game, makes this game scary again. Um, I think that we're going to be in for a real treat. And considering that this is a project that is going to last supposedly a 10-year project, we're going to keep get we're gonna we're going to get into this story on the ground floor and continually play through it for the next couple of years. And I'm very excited for that. Boxer Bear, I, I want to get your opinion on something because besides the big update that's coming, 
And I don't think that if they didn't, if it wasn't going to be substantial, would they have admitted this? Here's a here's a tidbit. Now I was going to talk about this a couple of weeks ago, and it just it wasn't big enough as a story to talk about. But I'm going to add it to the conversation now. Uh, there was a story that everyone in three four three industries, while they're working, are wearing the 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 um, the Craig T-shirts. You know the 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 the, um, the Craig the Brute T-shirts <laughs> as a as 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 a reminder. Um, to what the people thought about when the, this meme was born. And I, I find that to be hilarious, but I also find it to be intriguing because it's a constant reminder of how many people in the community saw this and felt about what was shown. And them wearing these T-shirts in the office as you know, there's Jane. She's wearing a T-shirt. There's Johnny. He's wearing a T-shirt. It's a constant reminder. It, it is. It's quite ingenious, in my opinion, where they're where they're taking what was a meme and no and, and meant to be as a as a as a I, I guess a, a shot at the Halo Infinite game and making it into something that's motivational. What What are your thoughts on both the big update and and the T-shirt situation? <laughs> Let me start with the T-shirt situation. I have to do that with my team. As well at work. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love it. Not with Greg, but uh, <laughs> we put something else on our, on our shirts. I love it. Um, no, um, I think um, people really forget the the biggest difficulty about the, the Halo showing is now to motivate the team. It's really it's not bringing up the Halo to to the technical level and so on. The most difficult part now is motivating the team. Everyone who leads people knows how difficult it is if people are disappointed um, in their or get disappointed in their work or in their management, even worse. And I don't know which one it is, um, but uh, I bet that the, the, the average employee at 343 also is, is disappointed with how that whole thing came together and, and what happened. And they had something else in mind for that game. And obviously they're taking it with a bit of humor. And that is, is really good to hear because I think this is, is the most challenging part now to get that team motivated again. Um, and so here, hearing that uh, gives me confidence. I love it. Um, I really do. That's great. And about the high level update. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't, expect too many informations if they use the phrasing high level update then it will probably be a block entry or something like that that will again lay out some of the vision for the game about the scope it's it being the biggest halo and some of the ambitions that they want that they want to make it last 10 years or something like that i i wouldn't expect too many details right now um, it really depends, though, on when they now actually plan to release Halo. We've speculated about this before. Um, I still think that the 20th anniversary next fall of Halo, of the Halo franchise, would be a perfect release date now. Now, if they are targeting, I've been saying that for weeks, dude. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, and if that is coming, um, um, or is, is that if that is the plan that they will release Halo Infinite to the 20th anniversary in fall next week, I wouldn't expect anything before E3 next year. Um, 
to as, as gameplay or something. Um, they will take their time now and make it right because they had have had their first impression. And you know how it is with first impressions. It's hard to get rid of. And the next showing really had, has to hit the nail on the head. And that's why I think they will take their time um, and show it probably E3 next year or Let's hope E3 will happen again, but somewhere in, in that ballpark uh, around June uh, and not earlier. And up until then, we will get some information about Halo being the most ambitious game, Halo being the biggest uh, Halo game that they have ever built and stuff like that, but nothing more detailed. Uh, I don't think we should expect that. Yeah, well, you know what? I mean, listen, I when they say big updates... You know what I'm saying? I, I'm sorry to say I, I I cannot temper my expectations like Zemi can. I, I, I'm I'm expecting something big to come out of it because I'm a diehard fan and I want something now. Am I am I going to be disappointed if it's just you know a, a small piece of information? No, it's going to be new information. I'm gonna, and we're going to talk about it probably on this show, so I'm going to be excited to talk about it. But when they say, I, I just I don't think they're they. they I don't think that they would say it was going to be big if it wasn't going to be something substantial, something something new that we did not know about or a clarification on something. And again, am I expecting a gameplay video? No, that I am not I, expecting. I, I'm with Archimedes here. I think t try to temper him. I think this is a block of where of them saying, OK, we heard you. Here's some new screenshots. This is the direction we're going because you know what what people got to understand is that trailer that we saw that wasn't impressive from what i was impressed but looks like the vast majority wasn't um that took months that took months to create yes that vertical slice so if we've had to get rid of management if we've had to change up the vision the scope of this game a bit um this is we're not going to see a trailer we're not going to see gameplay. We're going to we're going to hear. All right, gang. It's gonna it's gonna kind of be like a heart to heart. Listen, things didn't work out the way we wanted to. COVID has impacted us in ways we never thought we did. We needed to change course after hearing what you guys said and 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 taking your information to heart because we want to make Halo perfect. You know, you're going to get that. And I like them saying, don't expect anything at the Game Awards because that's where we're, we're expecting things, right? Like I was talking to Kyle last night out of the trophy room. He's just like, you think Kojima's going to be there? Because, you know, Jeff Keighley and him are going steady there. And it's just like, yeah, <laughs> you, you expect that because we've seen him in every single one of them, you know? Uh, so like, you know, people have these expectations that they build in their head, whether how realistic or unrealistic, it doesn't matter. You need to get, you need to set the expectation. So when they say coming weeks, it's not a December update. It's a January update. Um, when they say we're not going to be at the game awards, you know that they're not going to be there. So you can maybe expect a Hellblade trailer or announcement there. Um, you know, it's it's really setting the expectation. This game is not coming out in spring. It's just not. People have to get get over that hump. It's gonna probably come out in fall. This is an overhaul. Things did not go well. They need to fix it and they need to prove it to the fans that have been disappointed. While at the same time, for those who like you, I'm with you on this boom. I thought the game looked great. 
I thought the game, I was like, nothing wrong here. The game looks fun as shit. He has a grappling hook. What more can I need? You know? Oh, the gameplay was was absolutely great. Yeah. Uh, I love the open world approach, side quests, everything. Um, look, they took the one frame and blew it out of proportion. But like, the fact of the matter is, they need they they have something to prove now. And you know, we say this a lot. This game can't be an eight. As much as we don't believe in Metacritics, this thing though does have to stun and amaze and gather that audience back. And I think it can, I, especially when the game's going to be having free multiplayer. They really want this to be their Fortnite. So let's hope it is. I, I'm I'm optimistic, but I'm not expecting the world. Okay, I mean, and, and, and that makes that makes uh, that's that's fair. That's a fair. That's a fair breakdown. VJ, listen. What one of the interest? One Boom. of the I'm I'm nothing but fair. You know me. Yeah. yeah yes. You, yes. You <laughs> certainly are. There's no doubt about that. One of the interesting things, VJ, is they basically confirmed that they're not going to be at the Game Awards. Now they didn't say another team wouldn't be at the game awards and we're going to talk about it on that uh, about you know, about the game awards and what we're expecting on tomorrow morning's breakfast with boom but for this particular topic uh when you hear the words big updates uh and 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 this is this is meant to i guess reignite the fire that the community has for halo uh that they have for halo infinite their excitement levels what what are you actually expecting um I'm actually quite jealous I'm not on tomorrow's show, boom. <laughs> but um but before um before can you hear me okay, boom? Yeah, yeah, we yeah, just fine, brother. Yeah, absolutely. There's been a few things that um everybody's kind of covered and I and um so again I'll just go high level and just try to try to talk about some of the topics that uh, Boxenberger and uh, Mr. Badbits uh, touched upon. Uh, before answering the sort of Halo and, and is it with the games radar topic, just to, just a quick quick uh, comment in regards to the upcoming game awards december 10th i think they are right and um and for me it marks the anniversary of the first ever public reveal of the xbox series x the game awards i think of 2019 are for me at least synonymous with the announcement of the series x um, hardware uh, the xbox game awards reveal um that seemed to surprise seemed to have surprised jeff Keighley as well with the reveal sent sort of like um i don't know vibrations or reverberations right throughout the industry the subsequent and continuous press and media uh, over the preceding months that the series x got after the revealed uh, really did garner what i feel was uh, important remarkable and uh, quite invaluable uh, sorry invaluable coverage um and i think that uh, i know someone mentioned um Senua Saga or Hellblade 2, etc. I, I think it's. I think it must have, must be planned, or at least a very wise, pertinent, historical move. If if Microsoft, Xbox, and Phil could repeat the trick, and in fact, uh, sorry, and uh, in and in fact, sorry, uh, replicate the feat of uh, two years ago and two years on the trot, and uh, and the benefits of that uh, rolling into 2021 could be quite important. Uh, oh, yeah. Just to keep, just to lift the brand and keep that, keep the story moving, so to speak. That's a, that's a really, pardon me for jumping in here, uh, but that's a really great point because the genius part is, like you said, BJ, um, when they announced the Series X at the Game Awards, um, they mm -hmm. owned the new cycle over the holidays because we all know nothing is announced to, <laughs> after the Video Game Awards and it, it starts to pick up mid or end of January again. And they owned the new cycle with this whole time with that yeah. big news. And if they do that again, that would be genius, no doubt. Yeah. 
that's what I'd be looking to do. Um, obviously, I don't get paid the big bucks. And uh, thanks for calling <laughs> me. It's probably the greatest compliment I've ever had. So, um, <laughs> um, <laughs> I can't believe that. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if you'll have the uh, the same notion after speaking start speaking about Halo, but let's be constructive um, as best as possible. Boom. This is an incredibly difficult and sensitive topic uh, to comment on. Um, so I'm a bit nervous, actually. I, I can understand Phil's ideals, hopes, dreams, and specific commercial goals with Halo. It's, it's all a package. And, uh, and, and I think we all share that sentiment that we want it to be great. Outside of Halo, Halo and we had this topic, I th discussion, I think me, you, and Zemi were on a specific show. Is there a game that can take its place or mantle when once we have had learned of its delay? I can't think of a single game of the top of my head besides Cyberpunk. Everybody on the panel's got a far more uh, knowledgeable um, base about games and software and hardware than I have. But I can't think of anything other than Cyberpunk that can currently or possibly in the future do what Halo did for a hardware platform holder. All I can say is that it just needs to be a very good game, if not a brilliant one. Um, as Mr. Badbit uh, was um, nicely uh, alluding to. However, I, I think the question remains is is three is that is 343 the team and its leaders truly capable of pursuing and attaining such an important goal uh, given sort of recent history and i know that there are rumors and speculation but the sort of evidence on hand and our specific viewpoint outside looking in through say foggy windows uh, boom the objective or the objective or item of desire um, that we want to see may possibly be out of reach for them. It's all subjective at the end of the day. It's their perception of what is great, what is good, and what will fly, and what we as fans, and especially you, Boom, being such a hardcore fan, will accept. Um, as was, you know, and I say out of reach, it just reminds me of uh, the Holy Grail for an uh, uh, Indiana's uh, third adventure, the Sandstone Temple in Petra, Jordan. Anyway, um, we... We understand, right, a few people have been moved on and there are new custodians, trustees or new key personnel placed in the hierarchy of or driving seat of the project. Uh, one or even a handful of people, in my experience, have very rarely make a significant difference, fundamental or transformation or indeed bringing out, bringing about, sorry, a, you know, a sort of a paradigm shift um, so far along in the development project that is a year away from release. Is, is that being confirmed, the 20, 2021 release date? I'm just assuming that, so please. We're assuming it's it's going to be next fall. Okay. That's what we're assuming. Having said I mean, they said 21. They, oh, they, they did say, is... yeah, they did say that they did say 2021. They just didn't right. specifically say when yeah. in 2021. But, of course, I, I again, this is a drum that I've been banging for quite some time, is that if you really want to, I mean, again, I don't. We don't know how much needs to be done and how long it's going to take, right? We, we, I can't say. I'm not a developer, so I can't tell you they need, uh, you know, nearly 12 months of development time to meet the November 15, 2021, 20th anniversary of the franchise. Would I? Would I prefer to see? And again, again, this is this is where the 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 hopefulness in me comes out as a fan who uh, would would be uh, very inclined to celebrate right along with Microsoft next November 15th on the 20th anniversary that we get Halo Infinite uh, you know, we get a we get a custom console. You get a bunch of custom controllers. You get you know whatever else you want to add to the mix, custom headset like they normally do, and you get your game. And and then everyone forgets about all the the the, the bad that came before, which is what I'm hoping that happens. Now, 
we do, do we know if that's going to happen? It, I can't say, but does it seem like it's right on track to happen? Sure. Yeah. Look, I'll just wrap up my point, Boom. Look, I would hope Phil and co already know everything that I'm sort of talking about or indeed alluding to. Just ensure Halo and 343 get the time and give 343 a fair shake of the, I don't know, the barbecue sauce bottle, if you, if you want to put it like that. Um, regardless of what Games Radar has reported, I simply can't just accept you know, things on promise, on merit. I think like you, Boom, we want to see it and we want it to be right and take the time to make it. However, as a gamer, as a gamer and a fan, I'm, I'm waiting for the day, Boom, that we can come back on the show and ceremoniously, maybe with a few glasses of yellow wine, receive and celebrate the best Halo possible. I think just let's leave it at that, Boom. Yeah. yeah, I mean, great, great point once again. Uh, yeah, and uh, let, let, let's uh, close out this this uh, Halo topic with three bit, three bit. Listen, you know, c- coming from a production uh, know how that you have, um, when you hear someone say a big update is coming, uh, I, to me, and m- maybe because I'm, you know, fan minded, if you will, not closed minded or small minded, but fan minded, I'm hoping for the best of the best of the best, right? That that's what I'm hoping for. Uh, I will not be disappointed if it's just a general update, but when I hear someone that has very, very serious ties and a high position in 343 say that in the next couple of weeks, we're going to bring a big update, my mind starts to get excited because we're going to potentially get information that we did not, we were not privy to. For you, with your, 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 your expertise and your background and just being a Halo fan, where where do the expectations get tempered? Is that at the beginning, at the middle, or the at the end? Um, well, I, I think based on the uh, what sketch, I, I believe it was sketch that said it. Um, they that uh, they couldn't. They basically uh, put out that post because they couldn't meet the expectation for um, for the game awards. Correct. So, um, that's why I'm not thinking it's going to be a trailer because otherwise they'll just do it at the game awards um so i'm thinking uh with archimedes is similar um lee it might be like a blog post maybe some clips maybe uh pictures and and stuff like that um but i am hyped i'm ready to be disappointed (laughs) if it's terrible uh so let's go i i think um xbox has been um uh you guys mentioned like the memes and stuff they've they, they've been really leaning into making fun of themselves with the xbox fridge and the craig memes it's great stuff and you have to remember they they are holding back a lot of content we haven't seen much from them um the trailer we saw was an older build they they said multiple times the last um and the last few months of development is really crucial to when a game starts coming together if you look at the halo 2 documentary um that game didn't really come together till the last few months it's it's very common and i'm sure covid really impacted things uh this year and to be fair halo 5 which is a three for three game is a technical masterpiece and you don't have to like that game but what three for three was able to do with even halo 4 and the 360 is it's crazy. That's probably one of the best looking games on the 360. And with Halo 5 graphically, it's just amazing. So I'm I'm really excited for the game. Um, and hearing them openly talk about bigger news coming soon is great. Um, now, that's me speaking as a Halo fan. <laughs> um, but being Halo Infinite being delayed is one thing. But essentially, my biggest issue with 343 has been their lack of communication. 
uh, they've been having with Infinite. I understand if the game is not ready, but I would rather, as a consumer or, or a gamer, I would rather have that cyberpunk yellow message <laughs> saying it's not ready and when we could possibly expect it, what went wrong with the developmental process. I would rather have that than complete silence. So I'm glad to see that they're going to have some update coming up because um, the main things leaking about Infinite right now are um, everything that's coming are um, basically because of the cookie brands or the energy drinks rather than 343 itself. So I really appreciate the changes of things coming with the team and them being open. Um, and with that, all that being said, I'm about to get into the developmental part really quick <laughs> before we close out this topic. Sure. Um, yeah, I, 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 with, with all that being said, I think it's important to note, like I said before, that a lot of these teams have to adapt to crazy circumstances right now. A lot of developers, not just three for three, I guarantee you are working their butts off trying to get this game out to you guys. Aunt Corona has really put a dent in how some of these studios operate. And for some studios I personally work with, they had to reassess things. Uh, people have to realize a couple things. When your production pipeline is set early on, that is something the studio internally strives to hit. The internal deadline determines quality at times because you'll have an environmental artist or programmer who's working on an environment for months and they have to move on to the next level knowing he has to complete seven others by a certain date and something to strive for. Something to strive for can be a really great thing for a studio. It definitely increases productivity. However, uh, this is also where delays can be fantastic. Um, especially if they are relying on their own internet uh, right now. Um, for one, if I was a developer at the studio and the whole production process relied on me updating my assets or level work to the localized server at the studio, the Slipstream engine is a brand new engine. Um, this is the first game using the engine. So the, the studio itself is the support for that engine. There is no online forum for a glitch happening if if a developer gets stuck on something uh the developer has to figure that stuff out and it really helps having your engineers there if if something is wrong now picture that process but now everything is online it's extremely difficult um and, Can and I say something there uh boom yeah if that's okay, yeah? yeah jump in Go Look, I've listened to a few things that Freebit has said, and um, she makes some really interesting points. I'll try to put it in a different way just for our listeners and stuff. So yeah. depending on the state of the project, a few people coming in, we know there's been some changes, can be integral to the outcome if they bring the spark. And I think Mr. Mr. Uh, Mr. Um, Badbit just uh, alluded to that as well. If they, especially if boom, if they're not restrained and are allowed to sort of play gracefully with their ideas and are supported to this effect, playing gracefully with ideas can bring enlightenment and breeds a very specific culture amongst creators and producers within a studio. What I'm sensing from what Three Bit is saying, and I may be completely wrong here, so so please forgive me, is it's it, it, he's 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 speaking from a point of view where it's it's the development process is more of an earnest endeavor that time is being calculated and set aside. The right energy needs to go into a project, especially Halo. Is and, and I'm being selfish here, Boom, because I want it to be good. Or ultimately, you know, we we end up as gamers sometimes on certain products, lamenting, mourning, and wrestling with regret and compunction uh, with what it might or could have been. Right? It's all very fine margins in the gaming and creative industries. In in one moment, a spark of creativity. And the gaming industry can propel you like a rocket bursting into sort of the far-reaching sky. And in the next moment, and then Freebit will tell you, it can have you falling to the earth like a dead stick. And 
what the other the last thing I would say is that great games are produced by produce are, are produced or created by producers um, that sometimes go um, unknown, right? And they're sort of like messianic in nature, and they're a key to the success. And there are there are a few different types of intelligent producers, but for now, we'll, let's just leave it there. That's all I wanted to say. Thank, thanks, Boom. Yeah, good stuff. Um, yeah, so I, I just want this game to be great. As a Halo fan. Uh, who's played all the Halos since 2001, co played competitively in several of them. Um, you know, Phil, Phil Spencer, he, he had a comment, and I'll just close out. <laughs> um, Phil Spencer's comments about how team changes are normal, it, it's true, right? Team changes are extremely common on any stage of production, from pre-production to finalization. Um, Naughty Dog, for example, had a huge team turnover. Half the people that worked on The Last of Us 2 aren't even there anymore. There, there's just it's just common. So I, I'm glad that Three for Three mentioned that it won't be at the VGAs rather than me, you know, watch it and expect it uh, as I'm watching it live. But I'm I'm expecting some other amazing announcements from Microsoft at the award show. Yep. And actually, um, with that, we're we're going to pivot into that uh, next uh, uh, the, the next topic for sure regarding yeah. that. But yeah, can't wait. <laughs> well, you know what? You know, again, first of all, uh, again, this is this is Halo is a part of the Xbox conversation. It's going to be until it's out, and it's probably going to be out uh, next year. And we're all hoping that it's going to be great. Uh, and again, I know that there are some people in the chat that are kind of being dicks, uh, and I'm not going to mention anybody's names uh, because I don't want to embarrass anybody. But if you are bored by our conversation, then I can just say you can click dislike and get the fuck out. Uh, let me let, let me just say that because I, I, I I'm gonna tell you this right now. One thing I would never do is being an insulting prick like some people that are in this chat right now. And again, if I was a dick like you, I would call you out uh, and embarrass you in front of the 400 plus people here. If you if we are doing something that you dislike and you are still listening to this program, you need to sit you know down with someone. You know what? This isn't a clickbait conversation, so they, they can't get heated. So okay, I'll say this. All right, I'll I'll, I'll get I'll get I'll I'll get the clicks here. Okay, uh, this means Halo is dead. Three four three is going out of business. Yep, and Xbox is going under tomorrow. And Xbox sucks. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Uh -huh. no, no, I, I'm, all, all jokes aside, listen again. We work. You gotta remember something, folks. We are donating our time to this show and most so these folks here are donating their time to my show to help me produce this show and i gotta be honest with you it's kind of it's kind of sickening that when you put this much heart and soul into writing these topics when you pull yourself away from your family when you're not playing games on your new consoles to write these shows and some little dick in this chat is going to wind up saying, oh, it's, uh, I'm yawning or still Halo. Well, listen, unsubscribe from the freaking channel and don't be here. It's fine. If I lose 10 subs, 20 subs, 100 subs today because I'm calling assholes out, then so be it. I, 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 I'm not a number cruncher like that. I'm here for the community. I'm here for the fans. And I'm here for myself because I enjoy talking about games. So don't come to the chat and be a dick. And Lethal, if you're here and you start seeing that, start banding motherfuckers. And, and, and that's the end of the story. Sorry for my curse rant, but you know what? I work real hard on these goddamn shows. And I'm not going to be bullied by on my own program. So if I start seeing that shit and you get banned, don't DM me and ask me to put you back in because I'm not going to do it. 
I'm not. I, I, those I, people I, that are like, why did I get banned? And it's like, it wasn't even being mean. And then like the comments, like the most awful thing in the world. Don't be a dick. <laughs> don't, just don't be a dick. If you don't like it, you don't need to comment. You don't need to, you know, if you're yawning, take a goddamn nap. All right. I don't know what to tell you. Um, <laughs> Yeah. What, what what does that guy want to hear? That's the thing that I want to know. What well, does uh, Mister Fucking Interesting want to know? What's what's the what's the king of fucking uh, of all the interestingness? What what does he have to say? Or they? I don't want to assume. But you right. know what? What I do know, and what I will assume, is a big piece of shit. Because yeah, Boom Boom works his ass off yep. more than most people I know to put these notes together. Oh, yeah. There is okay. a, I, I don't real I don't done. think people realize that I've been making yeah. the rounds on different podcasts and typically when you when you join a podcast you get up front a couple of buzzwords from um from people okay we are going to talk about Halo today and we are going to talk about Cyberpunk and then, and that's mm -hmm. it and boom he really writes everything down <laughs> it uh, sometimes takes me 15 20 minutes to read through his show notes because he really does do his research he looks stuff up he prepares himself for for possible outcomes of a conversation when a conversation goes in this or that direction he really mm -hmm. puts a lot of effort in there um and I haven't seen any other host uh, not taking away uh, from other hosts, but but Boom is the hardest working one I have met so far. No, I, I definitely appreciate it, gentlemen. Thank thank you very much for the compliments. And listen, and whoever's being mean, eat a pack of dicks. So. Yeah, I mean, look, I, I don't need a pat on the ass. I, I I don't. And again, so a couple super chats came in. I'm going to get to you before we get to the next topic. I, I I don't need that. I'm a 50 year old man. I've had my career. This is this is a, this is a passion. I'm here. I'm here for the yeah. passion. So I don't I don't need the accolades. I don't I don't do it because I can say, oh, I have fans. I'm almost embarrassed to say that I do. See, that's how humble I am. But I will not take any type of bullying against anybody on my panel, anybody in my mm -hmm. chat, and certainly not myself. And if, if I if I am boring you and you are still around. You need to sit down with a professional and have a conversation of why you're taking abuse or you're being bored out of your mind and you're still listening to the program. I think there's something wrong with you mentally. I'm going to be honest. I think that there's a real problem. And if you're that bored, I can guarantee you there are a ton of other shows you can listen to and just give me the big fuck you. That's fine. I, 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 I'm a big boy. I can handle it. But let's move on to the fun topic and one of the last topics. And this one... Yay. I kind of pivoted on because of the Jeff Keighley announcement yesterday. And uh, actually, 3-Bit made a good point of that he's expecting some big announcements from Xbox. And I want to talk about what those announcements could be and what does Microsoft need to show the gaming core to, uh, on, on December 10th. Is it December 10th? Is it that, that's when the awards is? I think yes. it is December 10th. Yeah. Uh, but before I get to that, Black Eye Dog drops a very generous $5 super chat and says, love your work, boom. Oh, thank you, dude. I super appreciate that. And um, Jerry Acosta drops a very generous $5 super chat and says, love the show and panel. Much respect for all you do, my guy. I... I I make it a I make it a priority to watch it and like all of your videos. Continue to strive for greatness, dude. That's awesome of you, and I super super appreciate that. Um, but uh, yeah, real quick, uh, Tyler Forster. Uh, 
Uh, he says, damn, never heard that from Boom before. Yeah, I don't like the curse. I, I really don't. I think I don't care if you, other other shows do it. I normally don't. This is normally a PG. Which is crazy because you're a New Yorker. We're we're from the tri-state. That's what I we know. do. I, you know what it is? I, I like being a good guy. I like being the 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 gentle giant that I am. I just what I what infuriates me is when people, because they're keyboard cowards. Get on the chat Ooh, like and just say some just some terrible things. And speaking of cowboys, what what, what are your thoughts on this, uh, Mister Bad Bit? <laughs> well, uh, of uh, of what needs of to be shown? No, the, the oh, my God, listen here. I'm a I ain't no keyboard coward. By God, I'm no, a I keyboard think. cowboy. I'm I'm wrestling the wild west that is the internet. By God, I do declare. <laughs> well, I'm glad that you're here. That you took the time off from the trail to be here. Real quick, Thana Rose drops well, of the ranch. I've been on the ranch for a little bit, just well, settling down with my PlayStation Five, my Xbox Series X, and I'm just living a life as Arthur Morgan. <laughs> well, by God, stay safe That's and don't right. get shot or robbed on your way from the uh, uh, farm to the market. Uh, Thana Rose drops a very generous five dollars of ten. Says we are all family here. Boom. Even if we fight, we still stick together. Indeed. And Catherine Williams drops a very, very interesting $5 super chat. And she says, FYI, she just got an email from Walmart saying that more consoles are going on sale mm -hmm. online at 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. That is pretty interesting if you did not get it. And speaking of someone who just got their ex, um, Cybernox in the chat just posted a picture. Yes, he got help from a community member who had an extra Series X, sold it to him at cost, only made him pay for shipping, which is incredible. And he is now the owner of a new Xbox Series X. So congratulations on that. But Zemi, I want to go to you first because the, the Game Awards are coming. They're coming fast. And look, I'll say this, and I want this to be completely clear. Uh, I don't always agree with Jeff Keighley. I think that sometimes he lets his allegiance to PlayStation overshine his responsibility to be uh, fair and even. But he's a fan, and he's allowed to express it. That's my only thing. I will say this. I think Jeff Keighley is a phenomenal human being in, in, a, in, a, in the aspect of what he has done for gaming. See, people always like, yeah, F that guy. He's no good for the industry. That is where you are wrong. Jeff Keighley, even though I, don't, again, do not always agree with his, his, his persona or his tactics, you have to understand what he has done for gaming. And at a time where gaming was all over the place, he unified the Game Awards, making it to something that I personally, I can't speak for you guys or gals or anybody on this panel. I look forward to the Game Awards. I don't look forward so much for the awards per se, because again, that's that's something that we can do a two-hour podcast on. Some people feel like their favorite game gets snubbed and they go into a whole uh, random rant about why that, that this a game should be in there. It's subjective. But the, the I look forward to the world premieres. I look forward to the big surprises. And last year, one of the biggest, most groundbreaking surprises uh, that 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 we are still talking about almost a year later is how Microsoft shocked the world and showed us the Series X and Hellblade. It's pretty incredible to think that at the Game Awards, something that like that big would happen. And three bit made a great point about he's expecting some big announcements. Zemi, my question to you is very simple. Mm -hmm. 
how big of are you expecting Microsoft to be there? But that, that that's the small question. The big question is what does Microsoft need to show at the Game Awards concerning the Xbox brand? I mean, you know, I, I, I don't know how big Xbox really needs to be there. You know, I mean, that that's, you know, that's always like a very subjective question uh, for, you know, for a lot of people to obviously time in. Um, you know, I, I think that, you know, they, they should probably show something. I, I think that we will see something uh, from Xbox or one of their many studios. Um I, what that studio is, I, I really don't know. Uh, for me personally, I think that Bethesda will be there. I think that they will show off Starfield and give us a release date. That's just my personal opinion and of what I think is kind of going to happen. Um, and, and I guess that, that you know that kind of goes into the to the realm of Xbox, right? Because you know Bethesda is now you know uh, owned uh, by you know uh, Microsoft. Um, but I, I I don't really know uh you know minus out you know that that Bethesda prediction I don't really know what other you know things that they uh would be showing off I mean you know possibly maybe we might get uh you know an idea of what's going to happen with uh, the initiatives game um you know uh, we could possibly see maybe Hellblade two again. Um, but you know, ultimately I, I, I think Xbox will show something. I don't know if it's going to be to the same level as, um, as, as them, you know, show, you know, showing off their console, like what, you know, what the Xbox series X, you know, looks like. And, uh, I, I don't think, I don't know if it's going to be that big. I don't think it's going to be that big of a surprise and, uh, you know, we, well, we didn't see that coming, uh, kind of moment that we got from, you know, 2019's, uh, VGAs, uh, but, you know, my best guess and my best I guess, speculation is that we're going to probably see something from Bethesda. And I think it's going to be uh, Starfield and we'll probably get a release date with that. That's pretty interesting because Starfield is going to be coming much sooner than later. Uh, Alexander Dark 91 drops a very generous $2 super chat. And he's saying what I believe is going to happen hoping for a Hellblade 2 trailer and a 2021 release date. Uh, let me let me go to 3-Bit uh, on this. 3-Bit, you know, look, you said it before on your closing statement on the other topic, uh, and I'm interested to get your opinion. I, I don't expect just one thing from Microsoft. I'm expecting, and again, maybe my expectations are wrong, uh, but I think that for me, what I would love to see, and one of the biggest things that was missing from the launch, depending on who you ask, was that big AAA Xbox Series X and S exclusive. And Hellblade, in at least from what we know, is probably the closest one to probably coming out based on the COVID world we're living in. For you, what do you think Microsoft actually needs to show at the Game Awards, considering it's going to be viewed by so many gamers. I think um, no one was expecting Xbox to show the Series X at the Game Awards or even Hellblade um, or even, um, I guess, the Bethesda announcement, right? So everybody's sort of on their heels of what they could announce. Um, I personally, I'm expecting um, Hellblade 2. Uh, I have a, had a couple personal messages about it uh popping up so i'm i'm hoping that'll be there um zemi uh, i'm expecting starfield announcement at least or, or some type of new trailer um 
maybe a, a release date. And then people have to remember that the um, there was a call with Gabe Newell and Phil Spencer and Jeff Keighley. Yep. So um, a, an Xbox Valve partnership or even acquisition. Uh, I don't know. Maybe my, my, my expectations are very high, but I'm expecting uh, something there. Um, and then uh, recently they just announced not Xbox, but the the Bond game with IO Interactive that looks really yeah. Cool. Actually, matter of fact, Simon Bra- Brand who drops a two dollar super chat actually just said IO Interactive making a Bond game. Excited, boom! I didn't even know about that. I don't know how I missed it. Yeah, oh, dude, it was a pop town this morning, man. Yeah, James <laughs> Bond. That's Ooh. awesome. Dude, I'm so pumped. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'll wait for my turn. I'm so yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm. I'm, I'm, I'm pretty much done. I, I'm. Those are the games I, I'm expecting. I'm expecting something with Valve, with whether it's uh, just like a smaller uh, deal that that they have, uh, or a full on acquisition. Because I know Gabe Newell, he's trying to get out of here. He's trying to retire. Yes. Um, that is possible. Um, but yeah, uh, I'm excited for Hellblade too. Honestly, it's my phone background. <laughs> well, really you know what? I, for me, I, I think what Hellblade Two brings to the table is exactly what the Xbox brand needs in the portfolio. Like Ninja Theory are master crafters when it comes to storytelling, but more importantly, they're master craftsmen when it comes to modeling the characters. Uh, it's something that Sony's studios do very well. We've seen that on countless third-person, over-the-shoulder, story-driven games. And, and speaking of which, uh, Mr. Badbit, let's bring you to the conversation mm-hmm. because obviously you represent PlayStation and you have been sure. enjoying for many years these high-quality, high-graphics, real lifelike graphics for many yeah. of Sony's games. And Hellblade could be one of these games that could make a reappearance, but it, at this time in the form of actual gameplay for you, mm-hmm. coming from... A, a Microsoft fan perspective, what does Microsoft actually need to show at the Game Awards? I mean, they don't need to show anything, right? And I know that's not the most exciting thing to say. You know, whoever's like the, I'm bored, duh, <laughs> that guy. But honestly, they don't need to show anything, but I know they will. Uh, I know uh, Microsoft will. I know Sony will. I know Nintendo will. Yep. Uh, Jeff has done a great job of building rapport with all three major brands. And yep. he is important to gaming, whether you think he's a sellout or not, he's important. And that, that your opinion isn't going to change that fact. Right. Um, so like to, to me, uh, Microsoft set the bar last year of, of announcing the Xbox there. And so seeing Hellblade there as well. Um, I do think like, I don't think it's out of the realm of possibility. We see more Hellblade. I don't know if it's going to be like a full gameplay thing. I don't think that's going to be a thing because it's an award show. They do have to do this whole pacing thing as well. Um, so like, I think we're going to see another thing of Hellblade, uh, but I do want to see what their other studios are working on as well. Um, but yeah, like that, that's what I'm, I'm really hoping. I'm uh, maybe, maybe we get to finally see what initiative is working on. Oh, you know, interesting. Uh, yeah. Uh, maybe, maybe it's, it, why, why not? Why one when we can have two? <laughs> so like maybe we're getting you know to those things i just know it'd be it'd be a foolish opportunity or, or a foolish mistake pr wise marketing wise if you're sony or microsoft to not announce something big or huge there but i one sidebar let me see that james bond game 
Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> you know what I think about? And now all of a sudden fantasize about a Marvel Spider-Man level uh, James Bond game. Because IO is not tied down to a major publisher. They are only tied down to their agreement with um, with the 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 uh, creators of of Double O or the owners of it. So they're really getting to make their own version of James and in Double O. I would love to see, and what a match made in heaven because that studio, Hitman Games, are so incredibly great, but always underappreciated. I so agree. it's awesome yeah. to see them have that IP. And hopefully get that insomniac magic in there. I want to see that. I want to see that at the Game Awards. Ooh, boy. Yeah. I, mean, get well, my I mean, listen, I, I think that all three companies are going to be represented well. I, I think that, uh, you know, Nintendo's going to show something that's going to be a surprise. Maybe it's Metroid Prime 4 that's been in development for quite some time. Maybe we'll see something from Sony in regards to Horizon or God of War, potentially. That's not just, you know, just a trailer. We, who knows? Who knows what we're going to see? Microsoft, on the other hand, has an opportunity to... I mean, they've been on fire. Let, let's call a spade a spade. They've had a couple of hiccups, sure. I mean, all companies have, but they have been really, really doing well when it comes to PR and certainly being transparent and showing some things. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm super, super stoked. I don't know what they're going to show, but I want to get uh, Archimedes' opinion. But Archimedes, before I get to you, let me just shout out a couple of people that were kind enough to drop Super Chats. CYV Studio, he drops outstanding $5 Super Chat and says, hey guys, the problem that I was having with my Series X not playing Xbox 360 games is solved. I just want to, I, 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 I just want to let you know to that the Xbox download to let the to let the Xbox download some 360 patches from the cloud. That that's good to know that you're not having an issue because there's a ton of fantastic 360 games that are worthy of playing again. Uh we have uh uh Masuko drops a very generous $5 super chat and says, love and hugs from everyone on the panel. Great, uh, um, great, excellent show. Well, thank you so much for the compliment. And thanks so much for the generosity. We definitely appreciate that. But Archimedes, if you are Microsoft, if you are on the PR team, and right now, everyone is riding high. Everyone's talking about the console. People yeah. are enjoying their backwards compatibility, their new controllers. They're enjoying some of the next-gen games that we have on these consoles. To keep that party train rolling, what do you bring to the table at the Game Awards, which is obviously going to be viewed by millions and millions yeah. of people? Okay, uh, I'll give you two answers. Um, the first is what I think they should do. And, and the second is what I think they will do. <laughs> um, because those are two different things. Okay, they should do, in my opinion... Um, fill that void that they have left now um, with promises. They only, they, they, their whole marketing right now about the games department is, oh, we have 23 studios, but we haven't seen any games. And we don't know when that game train that we all know will come, um, is going to start. And it has to start somewhere in 21. And so being at the show at the very end of this year, when the console is out, everybody has it, or hopefully everybody who wants one has one um, at, at that time. Um, and right before Christmas, when people decide which console do I buy for, for as a uh, Christmas present, they need to show um, them what P3 
people are investing in. And that they need to do with two things. That is, first is being, of course, gameplay. And the second is, what are the games that are coming in 21? Which are the ones we can expect That's to see point. in 21? Of yeah. course, we know about Halo. Um, we all speculate about Starfield. Um, I bet it's Psychonauts 2. It's Forza Horizon. Eh, pardon me, Forza Motorsport. Yeah. Um, I also bet, think Everwild is going to be a 21 target at this point. We know, don't know whether the pandemic will be over next year and stuff will get delayed. But I think as of now, this might be the target for 21. So they have a, t a bunch of games. And what I would do if I were Xbox, I would make these beautiful sizzle rail trailers yeah, and show 15 seconds of um, Forza Motorsport and... Um, 20 seconds of Halo and, um, I don't know, uh, 15 seconds of, of uh, Psychonauts and put a trailer together. And that's Xbox in 21. That is what I would do. And the, um, and put even Hellblade in there uh, because I also think that it's a 21 <laughs> game. Um, <clears throat> so, but this is really what is missing right now as an Xbox fan. We know about a bunch of games. Um, we have... The announcements of Avowed, we have Fable, we know about Forza, we know about Everwild and so on, and, and State of the K3, and, and we know about these games, but no one has seen them. And this is what Sony has been doing so well, to sell that promise. Look, yes. if you buy a PlayStation, you will be able to play Ratchet and & Clank, and you will be able to play Gran Turismo. And we have at least a little bit of gameplay snippets. And with that, you can sell hope. And this is what they have to do at the end of this year, in my opinion. Now, what what do I think they will actually do? I don't think they will do that. Um, I, <laughs> I've been <laughs> disappointed, to be honest, um, uh, about that too many times. There are two things that I think that are likely to happen. Um, the first is Hellblade 2 again, because um, there was this rumor about two months ago, I think, or one and a half months ago. Where, where um, they had the trailer ready to go, correct? Yes, right? exactly. Yes. That, yes. that rumor is still in, my, in the back of my mind. Um, and it came, I, I can't recall right now the source, but I remember being that a source where I said, okay, that could actually be true. Um and and this is still in, in my head. Uh, so, yeah. And the, the, the second fact is that this game is a long time in development now. Yeah. Um, especially considering a team like Ninja Theory, they don't take six, seven years usually to develop a game. And they are already above their average development time. I'm not saying the game is ready right now, but it's it's that there's got to be something to it. Um, <clears throat> so... Yeah, a Hellblade 2 trailer is, th I think, something that is possible. And then um, I think they might, and this is just uh, a, a big might, show um, also Forza. Um, because that game is also, or has had a, a long development period, considering the game itself. Usually they have two years. Now it's over three years that they are working on that. And I think this is a showcase, a graphical showcase. And these are the two games that I think could be uh, there. Um, but like I said, if I had the choice um, um, and, and if I were in the responsible position at Microsoft, I would really 
uh, go into the studios, double fine, give me 15 seconds of gameplay for Psychonauts 2. Ninja Theory, 20 seconds of gameplay. And don't tell me about a pandemic. This is has to be possible. Um, yeah, no, I agree. Yeah, I agree. This is uh, this uh, capture 15 or 20 seconds of gameplay has to be possible for all of these games. Even Fable, yeah. Fable is now almost four years in development. There, there's gotta be something to show. Um yeah, so it's gonna be exciting, the game awards. I really don't care about the awards themselves. Um uh, I this is a very intransparent um, award ceremony, in my opinion. Nobody knows who gets to, to, to pick the games and nobody knows uh, how they actually decide the winners and so on. But the Game Awards have become really that end-of-the-year announcement spree uh, over the last yes. few years. Some yeah. of the biggest games have been announced there and Microsoft having a console announcement at, at this show last year is, just shows you the importance of it and I'm really looking forward to the trailers, not the award ceremony. Yeah, no, real quick. You know what? Let, let's bring 3-Bit. Uh, VJ, I'll have you come on the back end of the topic. 3-Bit, listen, from a production point of view, Microsoft uh, is in a great position with not only the brand, uh, but with the community. And, you know, case-by-case uh, -case basis drops a very generous $5 Super Chat. And he says something I want to bounce off of you. He says, it's high time Microsoft started lifting the curtain on these unannounced projects and uh, TGA is the place to do it. I say they drop a bomb or two. What are your thoughts on that? Does, does Microsoft um, need to kind of may maybe give us a, a look at some unannounced stuff as, a, as, as a, you know, like a surprise? Hmm, I, I think uh, uh, so much of what Batbit was saying, they, they don't need to, but it would be nice, uh, especially as w with, if you think about what PlayStation has shown this year, they have they've had um, multiple showcases and Xbox has sort of been pushed back a couple times. So I, I do think um, if there is a good time to show something, <laughs> the Game Awards is a good time to show it. Uh, cause I, I know, I, I know they have a lot <laughs> that they're just waiting to, uh, to put on, um, especially with several games I can't talk about, but I do know they're, um, Xbox in general, um, this generation, uh, or the last showcase with, uh, Forza not really showing much or right. State of Decay, uh, being a trailer, uh, they they have a uh, a lot of different studios <laughs> that they could just quickly just show us a trailer on um uh or gameplay footage on where the they could do a fizzle is... reel you know do five yeah. or six games you know do you know show the studios names up where you know one after another and then just show the reel and they just and it would it would shock the world yeah on it honestly because the, you know they bring up the fact they have so many studios it's true um but they they have a lot of potential <laughs> to just show what they want. I know they have a lot of different games in development, so it, it's just a matter of is it ready? Do they want to show it at this state? It's it's all about like from the production standpoint. Like okay, um, the lighting is not really done with this build. Do we want to show it at this stage, or do we wait till it's really polished? Uh, maybe the grass <laughs> and something is like popping in like uh, do we really want to show this it's 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 really up to the team standards of what they want to show is it, it it's not if it's ready to show it's a, at the point of how to, to what quality do they want to show things and um, I think 
Hellblade is probably the closest, or even um, oh, there's, there's so many different games. I know that you're working on State of Decay, Fable, um, but yeah, I think Hellblade is is my <laughs> go-to for what they might show. But there's so many other games that people aren't aware of um, that is just ready <laughs> to be shown. So yeah, and, and we know that they're not doing any big shows at least in the next couple of months from what we understand right there's been no big announcements uh for what they're going to do so this is a prime time uh opportunity to to potentially show off some big bombs uh vj case by case basis drops another five dollars of chat and he says by the way i know microsoft doesn't like showing games too early but if you've been in, stuck in third place for seven years what do you got to lose and that's a great point. I mean, listen, we, we understand that the Halo uh, show showcase wasn't what everyone wanted, but that doesn't mean that the whole showcase was 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 for not. I thought what they showed was freaking fantastic, and I think it would do them a good uh, a bit of PR if they dropped some maybe you know footage of games that we didn't even know, like surprising the audience and getting the Xbox fan base and potential new Xbox customers excited. What are your thoughts on what they need to do at the uh, game awards this December 10th? Um, consider this. I know there's a few comments in the, in the, in the, in the chat, but um, I think that there'll come points throughout next year when they'll have, when they'll have hardware and some of these reveals may coincide with Pushing uh, Game Pass subscriptions and and uh, hardware sales, so we'll have to. That needs to be factored in. Consider the scheduling and managing of content reveals, not just Xbox's own first-party content, which we know is quite vast, but also managing the azing and working in tandem with third parties as well, uh, notwithstanding, uh, because these things do go on in the in the industry. I think I think Boxenberger and I are on the same page in regards to the cause and effect and impact we would want Xbox to have in terms of owning the Game Awards show and controlling the narrative going into the holidays and beyond in 2021. It's it's amazing how a trifecta of never-before-seen footage of first-party game reveals scheduled, say, for 2021, just, just for argument's sake, with a, just a, a few lines of words uh, from Phil, and that will spread around the world for good, right, if not like wildfire. So marketing is manipulating perception and persuading you at the end of the day, right? It's an art form in itself. However, regardless of 23 studios and 35 teams, just one title can be a critical component in carrying, beguiling, and showcasing the fate and fortune of Xbox. From my perspective, it's all about Phil being up on that stage and listening to his thoughts, plans, and ambitions and ideals and can they endure? Can he provide the fuel to power your dreams? Can he deliver us the moon? Um, just in case you're wondering, that was just a nod to the gaming game pass, by the way, I'm downloading. Um, but I guess I guess the proof will be in the pudding boom. We'll have to wait and see. Yeah, no, I, I absolutely agree. Uh, I, I, Sorry? No, you're going to say something else, uh, VJ? 
No, no, no. I'm just saying I'm sorry. I know I normally go on for hours, but that was a bit short. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, no, no. That's not. That's quite all right. This is what we love to love to have you on the panel, brother. You get you get you get again, you get us uh thought-provoking conversation. And I think that's really what it's all about. Listen, folks, this, we're over the two-hour mark. I want to thank everybody for being here. This is we had over 400 people here for a show that is uh during the day. And uh listen, it's uh uh, it, it's greatly appreciated. Uh, no, no one takes uh, an audience for granted. I certainly don't. That's why I work so hard on these shows to make sure that they're interesting. And again, maybe they're not the same that everyone else is talking about, but that is the point. I mean, I wouldn't want to listen to the same drawn out conversation each and every week by what everyone else is talking about. And again, I know that maybe Halo is a sore spot for some folks, but listen, if you're a fan of something, you want it to be the best. And I think that that is what we portray on this, on this program that we do want Halo to be good. And that we're hoping that it is going to be game of the year, 2021, but listen, I also want to thank the moderators, uh, especially Lethal Papa. I mean, he's in here doing the work, and uh, he is—he's actually doing two tasks at once, and still finds a way to be as awesome and keeping this chat safe. So, Lethal, thank you so much, dude, for everything that you do. And let's get everyone out of here, and we'll start with, of course, um, our cog that keeps everyone going, Zemi Games. Why don't you tell everyone about where they could reach out to you on social media, potentially have a conversation, and more importantly, subscribe to your YouTube channel. Yeah, absolutely. So on YouTube, you guys can go and uh, check out my YouTube channel uh, by just searching for Zimmy Games. Uh, I do a bunch of uh, gaming-related content like uh, tutorial videos, news videos, uh, game reviews, and that type of stuff. You guys can also follow me on Twitter at Zimmy Games. And I say this during every show, but I truly, truly do mean it. If you heard something uh, during today's show that I said that I that you agree with or disagree with, always feel free to throw me a DM. I absolutely love talking to people in the community and just learning everyone's different opinions. I, I just think it's fantastic. So definitely feel free to uh, throw me a DM uh, if you have the chance. Uh, and then you guys can also go and watch me uh, play games live on twitch.com or twitch.tv. Uh, and the name on there as well as Zimmy Games uh, as well. And um, not this week or next week, but probably the following week, you will be able to see me and Mr. Boomstick uh, playing uh the Dark Pictures Anthology Little Hope, which is a game that I have not screamed once while playing. Uh, and, uh, lies. Lies. <laughs> lies. Uh, but yeah, so, um, but yeah, boom, thank you so much. Uh, this show is amazing, uh, as always. Um, and um, yeah, I'm actually voting uh, for the VGAs right now. So Yes, I, yeah. I actually am halfway done with it. I'm literally yeah. voting right now, as a matter of fact, and if hopefully my personal game of the year, which of course really? is the Samurai Epic game that it's only available on right. the playstation uh, and one, it is a, one, a must play i i gotta add this in one thing that i'm heavily disappointed with is that like the best voice actor of the year year or whatever or maybe there's like a male category for it or something uh i, I haven't seen it yet anyway the one that i saw it is really, really sad that the male voice actor for Assassin's Creed Valhalla, like uh, Eivor, yes. did not get nominated. I, I was a little devastated oh, for that. Wow. Oh, really? I wasn't really a fan. Like, I think he's all right. I don't know. I, I, I uh, To me, I love that Najee Jeter is there because he's Miles. 
And yeah, yes, and he's yeah. absolutely fantastic. But listen, real quick, two massive super chats came in. Mental Nine R drops a very generous ten dollars super chat and says, "Dropping in between conference calls. Thank you, dude. Super appreciate that. We'll catch the show on replay. Thanks for all you guys do in the gaming community. Shout out to Mister Babbit for having his camera on. There you go. Uh, and uh, wow, we had another one come in from John B. Wow, dude, he drops an outstanding." Very generous $50 super chat. Dude, that is crazy. Thank you so much for the generosity. He says, you work harder for the Xbox brand than any other content creator. Love the show. Dude, that's very kind of you to say. And, of course, the generosity is mind-blowing. Uh, but, Archimedes, let's get to your outro. And the reason why I want to go to you next is because not only are you one of the up-and-coming creators that I want people to flock over and support and sub to your channel, but you have something you're doing this up coming monday that i am a part of why don't you tell everyone about where they can check that show out follow you on social media but more importantly subscribe to your outstanding youtube channel yeah first boom thanks again for having me on the show i'm always having a blast here not just with you but with the panel um it's it's really one of the highlights of my week talking with my buddies uh, from the other side of the continent uh, of, uh, of the ocean um yeah it's really always a, a great time i'm having here on this show um yeah and you met just mentioned it on my youtube channel which you can find by the way at boxenberger um, I will have uh, my very first live show next week, Monday, 23rd, 12 p.m. Eastern, um, 6 p.m. Central Europe time, 5 p.m. Uh, UK time, and I think that's 9 a.m. Pacific. So, yeah. <laughs> Did I do that right? I, I tried to remember that. <laughs> I know. <laughs> no, um, we are going to have a... Uh, a show about the last generation, a generation in review. We are going to look at the milestones that happened um, over the last generations. Um, and we will talk, of course, about our favorite games of the generation on the Xbox One, on the PlayStation 4, and the third-party titles. Um, it's going to be a blast. Boom, you, thank you for being a part of it. We also will have Lord Cognito um, joining us, um, Ainsley Bowden from Season Gaming, and the Indie Gamer. So this yes. is going to be a fun show. Yeah. No PlayStation representation. I'm just saying it's rigged. <laughs> it's rigged. I love it. Yeah. Speaking of what, Joe, why don't you tell everyone yeah. about your outstanding uh, podcast called The Trophy Room? One that I think even rivals Greg's Miller's podcast. And also, you, Greg. tell everyone that oh, we love Greg Miller. Where tell everyone where they could follow you on social media. So you can follow me over at Mr. Bad Bit over on Twitter, uh, where I'll tell you that. I am Mayo 2. <laughs> my please. I saw that. Five. I saw that. That's an easy oh, pattern, by God. the way. Uh, yes. yeah. What a weird creation. What a weird creation for 99 cents. Go for it. It's a, uh, it's a, it's a you're paying a dollar for a platinum. I mean, that's really exactly. what you're doing. And, I, and exactly. I'm going to do it. <laughs> and I'm going to do it. <laughs> it's so strange. Anyway, uh, yeah, you can find me over at Mr. Badbit. You can find the. Uh, uh, the Twitter of the trophy room at PS trophy room on Twitter as well. Um, and you can find my show, the trophy room, the video version over on YouTube at the trophy room, uh, where me and my best friend Kyle talk about the latest, the greatest in all things PlayStation. We also have a review for the Arctis seven P slash Arctis seven X. That's the uh, PlayStation and Xbox uh, Arctis uh, headsets, the more premium uh, uh, headsets out there. Uh, a lot of people have been wondering about these headsets, so we got a review out 
Um, I like it. I appreciate it. I hope y'all do as well. And uh, we're going to have a lot of content in the next coming week. So you might want to check out the YouTube channel there. You can check out the podcast, the audio versions over at Apple Podcasts, over on Spotify, wherever you get your podcast service. Our podcast is there, the Trophy Room of PlayStation 1. We had a fantastic show uh, this week. It was it was it was a little bit chaotic, chaotic, and I dug it. Like I I dug that it was a little crazy, but um yeah it, you know it's so uh, we're gonna have our own award show that isn't because here's the thing we all know Ghost of Tsushima the the system's rigged against it and it's probably it's, it's probably Animal Crossing and no, that's a goddamn don't shame. Say that that's gonna be gross. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, there's listen. It's it's gonna happen. Like prepare for the massive disappointment that is Animal Crossing taking this whole thing. Ghost of Tsushima is a masterpiece, folks. Listen, it, it I, I I get I'm an Xbox guy first, but Jesus, man, you got to tip the hat when the when, when the product is that good. And I platinum that game. Yeah, I don't platinum right every me. game, but that is right. just wow. What an experience. What right to say that? Yeah, God, I, I, so I, good. Yeah, so, so good. Well, listen, Joe, thank you so much for being here, brother. Super, super appreciate it. Uh, let's get to VJ. VJ, you've been busy yourself. You're on a couple of podcasts. Do me a favor, brother. Tell everyone about what other shows you're on, dropping that knowledge that you do each and every week on the Xbox Factor Podcast. And where could people reach out to you for a conversation on social media? Um, <clears throat> actually, but we're going to do, do say something a little bit different just in regards to that person interrupting your, your flow and your chi earlier, shall we say. <laughs> Um, I, th I think um, I think one of the things that came to my mind is uh, everybody shouldn't concede their right to think for for, for yourself or, or for themselves. The truth is, as I say, really rarely pure and never simple. It's all about not what you think; it's about how you think, and mm -hmm. uh, that's really really important. And um, anyway, if it tickles your fancy, meaning if it appeals to you, and you don't want to try it. <laughs> um, you can find me uh, on this upcoming Saturday's uh, Community Night Gaming uh, with Mr. Tushi and friends. Uh, I'm really looking nice. forward to that. And you can find me on uh, at Viewpoint Gaming on Twitter. And uh, boom, thanks so much for having me on the show. It's, it's been a really interesting one, to be honest with you. I really appreciate it. They just get better and better every week, to be quite honest with you. And have a great week and have a great weekend. Everybody. And you have the best words, VJ. He does. I, I love his, it. It's his, always his so awful. Completely makes me look like a banana head. There's no doubt. I gotta <laughs> open up a goddamn thesaurus. Like it's like it is so thoughtful. It, it is, is like absolutely thought provoking, and just there you can feel it. You can feel the love and the admiration for video games that you have, sir. Yeah, and, 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 and that can't be fake. That's that's real. Yeah, well, we, we, we all love having VJ on here, even though, and, and I don't know why he thinks this. He thinks he's talked too much. I don't think he talks enough, but listen, <laughs> we'll have him back on next week so he can give us his opinion on the new topics. And last and in no way least, uh, 3Bit, thank you so much for being here. Really appreciate the knowledge that you bring to the show because you obviously do a lot of production work behind the scenes in your professional life, so it's great that you can equate that with uh, what's going on in the video game world in a lot of the topics that we cover. Tell everyone whether not only can they follow you on social media, strike up a conversation, but more importantly, check out your outstanding YouTube channel. Yeah, you guys can follow me on YouTube. It's The Video Games HD. I just did a, a part two to what Microsoft will acquire next, uh, if you guys want to check that out. Interesting. Um, on Twitter, you guys can follow me on the VGHD, and um, and in terms of content coming up, I did 
the interview <laughs> with uh, his name is Paul Jenkins. He's the writer of uh, Wolverine Origins. And uh, we did a little project together. So I, I'm thinking if <laughs> if that is that video game related, should I put it on my channel? Um, if you guys are huge comic book guys, I might put that on my channel. Um, trying to figure out where to put that. Uh, but you guys could look out for that either on, on my channel or just, just follow me on Twitter. And uh, yeah, that, that's basically what I've been working on. But I, I want to thank you guys, the, the podcast, and I want to thank uh, the chat, uh, specific, specifically Pong Soul. <laughs> this guy. Yeah, Pong Soul's a good dude. Very, very good dude. Yeah. He's always yeah. promoting the content. He, he's always promoting, and every show I'm on, he's always just very supportive. So thank you, Pong Soul, uh, and thank you guys to the panel. You guys are always hitting it. I, I literally came onto this show with like five followers or something like that on, on Twitter, and you guys have really helped me out, and I've, I've learned a lot from you guys. So thank you uh, to the panel. Well, it's great to have you on, dude. It's great to have you on every, each and every week, and uh, we definitely appreciate you, do, you know, hanging out with us and, and uh, again, dropping some knowledge every time you uh, strike strike up a conversation. But listen, folks, this has been a great two hours, two-plus hours. I want to thank everybody for being here. And, of course, I want to close out the show with something that's important to me and hopefully one day will be important to you. And it's something that my dad taught me, and I think now more than ever the world needs this. And he used to say, son, treat others how you want to be treated. And also, it doesn't cost anything to be nice you live by those rules and i can guarantee you you're gonna have an awesome day so take care everyone enjoy gaming on whatever console you enjoy gaming on and gaming on and we'll see you next week on the newest episode of the xbox factor podcast take care everyone hey.